0: Another episode of Generation X Gaming. The weekly episode that goes over over the few of the top stories in the past week and we rant along the way. Is my uh my microphone okay, guys, out in the in the streaming world there? Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah. Just wanna make sure. Feel like it's uh sounds fine? Alright, cool. Alright, on today's show, we're gonna be talking about lots and lots of Sony. Uh, We're going to be talking about Marvel Avengers game. We're going to be talking about the uh, Batman Rumored game that's supposed to be coming out. We're supposed to be talking about Riot Games buys out somebody. Rockstar Games, still up to their old tricks. Uh, Netflix taking the lead, maybe, in the streaming service. Uh, Battlefield Company, not bad company, but a Battlefield company that makes Battlefield might be making uh, another shooting game. Uh, The Mandalorian going to be doing some behind-the-scenes stuff. We have rumors about Xbox Series X and Nintendo. Uh, Switch and Bob Iger is taking the helm back out over at Walt Disney World. Uh, And then uh, we're going to be talking about Bungie a little bit with the event. Not because I I don't want to scrutinize the event, but I want to bring up the event because me and Sarge predicted shit three years ago of things that they're putting into Destiny for this event. So, So, if you're listening to on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor.fm, please share, like, and subscribe. And if you'd like to help us out anyway on this podcast, head on over to Anchor.fm. As little as 99 cents, you can help us out uh, with stuff. Uh, on uh, You can follow Sarge at Serge McCluskey on Twitter. Follow me at 30 and Still Gaming. Follow the show at Jen underscore X underscore Gaming. You can l- find the past broadcasts over on YouTube when I feel like uploading them. And uh, you can watch us live and Thursdays, is eight PM Eastern on Mixer.com/slash thirty and still gaming. So Sarge, what have you been up to? You've been playing anything differently uh, the last week, or not differently? But what else have you been playing, or what have you been playing? Okay. Oh, Sarge! Um, Sarge is muted. There you go. I got him. I got him. We're good. Go ahead, Sarge.
1: Well, I'm not suicidal. However, I am losing it a little bit, I can tell, because the routine is all in the house. So right. I'm starting to lose it a little bit. All right. That being said, doing pretty well. Not drinking. So that's a not good, but it's working. I want to go to a bar so bad you don't even know. Like, I want a bar. Okay? <laughs> I'm ready to pick up smoking again. That's how badly I want a bar. Okay, so I was playing Bards Tale 1. Okay. Okay. I'm real close to the end. I can tell. How can, okay. how can you tell? <clears throat> I can tell because the, the actual game isn't that big, and I remember... Because your graph paper is almost filled. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's, it, it's, it's... Like I said, It's hard, it's hard to explain, but I guess certain people, when you're moving around those kind of maps for a while... It might seem mundane, but you kind of remember, even though it's it's it's. I mean, it's only twenty-one by twenty-one squares, right? It's not that big, right? It's the big whole, enough. The whole game is twenty-one by twenty-one. No, no, the little dungeon level. Oh, okay, the, okay. The, the being inside of a dungeon, right? And it's like four or five levels high, or four or five levels low. And as you, the longer you play, because it's it's grindy. That's how it is. You have to you, the basic the basic game loop is build a group of guys pray they don't die for the first two to three levels. Right. If they if they die that early, redo the game because your guys are not are not spec enough to make it past the first three levels. Okay. You make it past the first three levels, it's a little plateau, reevaluate, and then you farm dungeons and get your guys up in level, buy better gear. Farm a dungeon, get better gear. Then you go to the next place, get your ass kicked because you know you're not supposed to be there. learn what spells work? Rinse and repeat. Right? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So I know I'm in the last level because the guy's name is Mangar, and I'm in Mangar's Tower. So I know it's the last level. So I get to, like, level 3 or 4, and once again, I'm playing old school, so you can't save in the dungeon. So if things go wrong, I like that little fear inside. Like, you're playing for two and a half hours. I know some people hate this. You're playing for two and a half hours. You got six guys in the party. Okay. I'm sorry. You got seven guys in the party. And you're crawling around. One guy dies. You can't bring him back because you're low on spell points. And it's dark, and you can't. And you're out of torches, and you have to remember where you are inside the map, and where's the staircase. And every 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 so often, you get attacked again. Some t- some some monsters you can run away from. Other ones you can't. So now it starts boiling down. Now I only got four guys left. Can I get out of the dungeon? Right? Because if I die in the dungeon, I lose two and a half hours worth of work. Right. right. So now it becomes this mad scramble of how to get the fuck out of here. How do I get out, right? And so I like that kind of stuff. That's how it was back in the day. It wasn't just save, reload, save, reload, save, reload. I didn't beat him bad enough. Save, reload, save, reload, right? So I'm getting excited. It's almost at the end of the game. now. The good part is I waited long enough to buy this game, $7.49, by the way. It's the trilogy. And when I'm finished with this one, okay, I can take my characters and go into the new game so you don't have to spend as much time leveling them up because they're already leveled, and the game gets harder from there. So I'm excited about that. Uh, Brain sent me, I, I was looking through my my mail on Xbox. He sent me something for Elder Scrolls. I don't know what exactly what it was. <laughs> I'm not sure if it was a character or de- or a DLC. I think, I, was a char-
0: I think it was a character. He, he sent me... It was
1: something about the warden. I heard yeah, that. Yeah, he sent me the warden. So I haven't looked yet. He sent me a thing, and I said, yeah, man, pick a day. Let's go through it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. Mm. I was playing um, Division 2 with John, and I, I figured out that this entire time I've been trying to open up the minigun one, I can't open up the minigun specialist because i got to do this honeydew list. Yeah, you got to do a honey-do list. Stuff to up th- I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought I could just pick it and go. No, no, no. So I, I picked it, you have to do and stages. I thought that I was, oh, my God, so aggravating. Now I have to go do the honeydew list, so I, like, that's something I'm working forward to now. I want the minigun. I want the minigun. I, I think the minigun's like the worst one. I don't honest. care. I, I like the minigun. I like <laughs> I like the firepower. Right? I spec out armor. I'm going to spec out armor with re- regeneration and I'm going to fucking rock the minigun cuz you can't take cover. Foxy! <clears throat> so,
0: long time no see, Chickadee. I've been playing I played a bunch of different stuff. This weekend I played Super Mega Baseball.
1: I oh, I wasn't done. Oh, I thought you were. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I wasn't done. I'm sorry. I got, I, got, I got distracted by Foxy. I haven't seen Foxy for fucking months. Oh, I'm playing Axes and Allies online. The um, board game online. Okay, you should get it, bro. I, I'm, you not, should
0: get it. I'm not getting it. Come on, I'm not, I'm not getting it. You something to do together? I'm, there's plenty of other uh, things we could do together. And and Allies. I'm not Axis playing Allies. And Allies. I've been,
1: I've been playing Axe and Allies since I was eight. Eight and or I, nine. And I've been hating
0: it since I was four or
1: five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love that game. And this this is a good version. This is a good version. Uh, and then there's one other one I was playing. Hang on. There's one other thing I was playing. Damn it. Oh, Wasteland Two. Oh, how's that? I'm about halfway through the game and I realize my characters are fucked again. Okay. I'm not I'm not strong enough. I'm not I'm not specced out properly and the battles are really laborious. Right? They they're laborious. That's yeah, big, big like word. it's like it's not it shouldn't be grease monkey easy. You shouldn't be like cutting through guys, but it gets to a point now where it's a struggle like each battle is a real struggle. Uh, you not, It's not supposed to be like, I'll give you the best examples. Like when you do XCOM and your guys are not leveled enough. Right. Right. And so you're losing a lot of rookies before the battle's won. Right. Okay. So that's kind of like the level of difficulty in Wasteland too. It's like, I, I think I specked out my guys a little long. I need to I readjust a little bit. So I got to, I, I hate to say it, but it's, I got to restart. I got to. Why don't you, <laughs> why, why don't you just I finish? Why don't you just finish it? Because, because, it, 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 because at this point that plateau means that for me to because the skill points don't come that fast for me to catch up enough to get the skill points needed to make the game you know run well as opposed to being so difficult it, it takes too long and then you don't you can't max out what you need to max out by the end of the game so you're just prolonging you're you're prolonging the difficulty there's there's a sweet spot. There's a sweet yeah, but, spot. I, it's well, hard for me you you to explain. But it, like, oh, you, don't, you don't get unlimited skill points. You don't get unlimited skill points. Once you put them in, that's it. So there's you're, no respecting There's no nothing. So you can't... There's no way are, to, for, to
0: challenge yourself to do it. To, to oh, no, I, can,
1: I can challenge myself, but I can't leave the house to go to a bar when I'm mad. Oh, so I can't be I mad, play I the game, you. and stay in the house and just stay here looking at it. I got no time out for myself. I can't be mad and be in the house. <laughs> so I got to... Gotta balance it out. Gotta balance it
0: out. All right. Is that it? Mm.
1: I'm sorry. Go ahead. Take uh, the torch.
0: All right. So I, I, I've i been playing a couple things. I played Super Mega Baseball 2, right? So in Super Mega Baseball 2, I've been, I, I created all the teams in a 12-team, it's a 12-team, 12-game um, division, right? Season, I should say. So I made the Goonies. Right, my my logo is the Goonies. Every character on my team is the Goonies. Um, let me see if I can actually bring some some footage up uh, of this. Um, so you can create. I really I really like the game because you can actually create everything about it. It reminds me, and I, I you asked me on the phone the other day, it reminds me of Ken Griffey Jr. baseball back in the uh, back in the day. Let me. Uh, oh, hold on a second. All right. So this uh, is. So this the, is, this is oh, 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 why am I why hearing I'm myself? Because you're, you're not deaf. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah. there we go. There we go. Oh, am, I am I echoing for anybody, for anybody, else? anybody else, or is it or just, just, just in my, in my, my head. head? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I am. How, How am I echoing? Am is is the, the is the, the question. question? Understand? Can I mute? Okay, we're good. All right, good. Oh, fine. Freaking fantastic! All right, so here it is. I was like, I'm hearing my own voice. So this is Super Mega Baseball. Super Mega Baseball Three is coming out later this month. Okay, this baseball game. So I created the Goonies. So everyone on the team besides myself, I'm the leadoff batter. Thirty and still gaming. Everyone else is the actual character. I try to make them look like the actual character. Uh, that's that's Corey Feldman up now. He's mouth. Okay. Uh, I have their real name and then their nickname of the of the movie that they're you know they played in and I have the whole cast in the, in the Goonies. So you're following me as I play through the season as the Goonies playing other teams. Now you can tell we're playing YouTube. Okay? So I created a logo for YouTube. Okay? You'll, you'll see that when they when we switch innings, you'll see you'll see the the logo pop up. I created all of the all of the teams inside the game. So I have Microsoft, I have PlayStation, I have Twitter, I have um, Sega and I I've I've, Will the jerseys
1: actually say the names?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I created oh, the whole... Man, you,
1: got, you, got, you got a lot of time on your hands. Look,
0: see, YouTube. Yeah, look, I made the logo and everything. Okay, I created every single logo in the game for the teams that are, that, are, that we play for.
1: Wow, that's a lot of time, bro. Okay,
0: <laughs> and you could actually do it pretty... So, you somebody's could, got some time. <laughs> you could actually do it pretty fast. Like, that's that's Twitter, right? I couldn't I couldn't make the actual... Let me see if it... it if there's a game here,
1: is that sloth? That looks like sloth right it, there. It, bro. It, it
0: was sloth or chunk. Is that
1: sloth? He's mongoloid looking yeah, guy. Yeah, right? it was it was sloth or chunk, one of the two. Hold on, I'm trying to find. Well, it's just the same guy, sloth and oh wait, chunk, chunk. No, chunk is the kid, right? Right. All right, let's see if I, you can,
0: I, I, I... there it is. I'll pause it. I'll pause it there. Yes, yeah, so I made the Goonies. I made Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Mixer, Streamlabs, Twitter, Xbox, PlayStation, Sega, Netflix, Apple, Disney, and Atari. Okay, and I made all the logos. It's going to be really hard to tell. If you're watching on your on your screen here, but they're all there, right? Anyway, I'm doing play by play as I'm playing it. So I'm the announcer, and I'm actually doing the play by play, giving the stats and stuff like that. So I do that on the weekends, right? I Just figure something something different to do. Um, and then I started to go back into each individual team, okay, and I started making the actual characters of some of the people. Like right here, I'm creating Doctor Disrespect, okay. So you can see you can see me. Making Doctor disrespect in the in the form, and I start making them. Hold on, let's let's get him. There he is. There's there's the doc. Okay, so I start making that's pretty good. I start making the actual characters for for like Twitch, and I'll make characters for YouTube, and I'll make characters for for other stuff. I'm a, I enjoy the game, but Super Mega Baseball Three is coming out, and it's much more in depth. There's there's a franchise mode in there that's coming out. I can take everything I've created from here and and import it into the next game, so I don't have to redo everything which is phenomenal, okay? It's a great game, and I would have never found it if fucking MLB The Show didn't have the exclusive rights to Major League Baseball, okay, for so many years on on PlayStation. I found the first one in 2015, Super Mega Baseball 1. Then they came out with Super Mega Baseball 2, and now Super Mega Baseball 3, and I like it better. I like it better than RBI Baseball. I like it better. I have the MLB The Show from 2017. Super realistic. I love it. But I like this better. I like this better be just because it, I make my own characters. I do my own stuff. Yes, you can make your own characters. But this game doesn't take itself seriously. There's there's girls and guys on the team, okay? Uh, they have, like, stupid animations, and they, they do, like, fun little things. It reminds me of a mix between Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball and uh, Bad News Baseball. Remember?
1: <laughs> Bad News. Bad News Baseball is one with like the rabbits yes, and chickens yes, yeah, and things. They run around and you go, With like, the, the old animation. cartoon animation.
0: Yeah, but yeah, yeah, they do all this stuff. So that's what it reminds me of. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, one of the games I've been playing. Another game I've been playing um, is uh, Fallout 76. I've been playing for the last couple days. Okay. It's got the Wastelanders update out. And... This game is actually a lot of fun. Like, I, I'm having fun playing it, right?
1: I, I'm Here, sure it here's,
0: is. Here's no, the dialogue. Actually, Sarge, it feels sure it like is. a Fallout game again. Right. Great. But, I'm happy for you. But the, problem, but the problem is I had to wait a year and a half for it, and it's already tainted. So in the back of my mind, as I'm doing this, I'm, I'm sort of upset about it. I'm like, they could have had this in the game from the beginning. If they just released Fallout 76 today... Right, like Tuesday, could have been a complete game, a complete game a complete launch game. day. And if this game came out now, not expansion on top of it, that's free, that you've played for a year and a half, and they took $100 from you for, for the Fallout first, if the game came out today as it is right now from launch, I don't think anyone would have been talking all the shit that they've been talking about. But that's not the case. The case is that it came out, it was an unfinished game, it was a garbage pile of, of, of trash fire on top of a garbage pile. And now they came out with the NPCs. So, so far, there's two factions, or three factions. There's the the Settlers and there's the Raiders. There's the two factions of Rep that you can go up. And then there's a whole bunch of other uh, little side tasks, and there's daily quests that you can do. Now, here's the thing. I found out before I completed it that if you do, if you do a full playthrough of... Of uh, the raiders, and you finish the raiders, you can't do the settlers. You only can do the dailies for the settlers, okay? And doing this the daily for the settlers, you have to wait like every day. You can only like t- I think two two missions a day, so your reps gonna go up really slow from that. If you do it now, you can go up and and back and forth real fast between the raiders and and the settlers. Dialogue options are really fun. Um, there's consequences but not consequences right so they take your skill your skill uh, thing so if you're you know you have plus eight strength you can intimidate somebody if you there, there's those there's checkpoints right the little checks that you can do and I like it I think it's it, it's a cool thing the story itself so far is not the best um, a lot of the dialogue that you can tell that they, t- they talk to you you're like it doesn't make any sense like they're like oh, yeah we used to be here and it's like alright well you weren't here for the last year Okay, now I don't know the time frame between us coming out of the vault and them coming back. But if it's in real time, it's been a year and a half. In game, I don't know if it's been a year and a half. But technically, I've been in the wasteland for a year and a half by myself with no other humans to talk to. Okay, and then all of a sudden, these guys come back into town. They're talking to you like, hey, Rook. Hey, this. And you're like, Rook, I, I, I was the only fucking person in the planet.
1: The reason why you guys are even fighting over stuff is because I came out here and built it over the right. last 18 months. Right. That's why right. you guys are here. Right. So that's that's what so I'm... You're welcome. So I, I find that a little
0: weird. Some of the dialogue options, you can tell that this game... I can tell, I should say, that they worked on this when the game originally launched.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, it was supposed to come out. It just didn't. And they worked on it right. till now, right? You can right. just tell the way it is.
1: Can we just do, Can you just do the math? Just do the math. Yeah, yeah. it's been. When, when, when did when did Fallout Four come out? It came out a year and a half ago. No, no Fallout Four. Oh, uh, 2012, 13, something like that. I'm I'm pretty sure it was. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. I'm pretty sure that was 14. Was that it right around? It, it Destiny might be. Something like that. Right, right around Destiny time. Okay, but... So 15, and then you know Bethesda's working on other shit, right? They're working on Starfield. They're working on Elder Scrolls. And they're working on. They're working on other stuff. So from 17, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen—that's okay, okay. two years and a half, three years—and you—and all of a sudden you regurgitated another Fallout game. I call shenanigans. Not long enough. Yeah. You never talked about it. It just fell on my plate. We know it was being rushed out. I, I think they needed a title. Once again, they needed a title to come out. I'm not. Re- I'm rehashing people. Stop me. Put the veto in. Right. Put a soundbite basically, in. Basically, basically, stop stars from talking. Ba- okay?
0: Basically, it's it's the DLC of Fallout Four that they yes. created into their own thing. Okay, yes. and now the the NPCs that come in. I think the story is fun. I think the dialogue options are fun. They went back and redid some of the insides of stuff now because the, the people live there. It, it's great.
1: It's really cool. It gives it more a realistic lived-in
0: look. It's right? it's getting it's getting actually pretty good reviews. People are happy. People that were playing Fallout are happy. There's more Fallout now, and it feels more like a Fallout Four now. Um, it's got more dialogue options than Fallout Four, but doesn't have the the feel of new vegas and fall three with consequences
1: well there's there how, how can i explain this properly when you when you're doing like a post-apocalyptic thing right not not saying that about a survival game but there's something about it where you have to feel the dread and the emptiness of there's not a lot of people left right that's part of the post-apocalyptic stuff there's not just people everywhere like a normal town okay so when they do it when they do a game like this and they, they put all the NPCs and everything else it starts to make it feel like it's just a normal game just everyone looks a little bit more crappier because the showers don't work right right there's just a lot of people around and so it, you lose the you lose the illusion of oh there's only a couple guys around and you know if these guys die then we can take over like there's just people on top of people on top of people and like so it, it just feels like a, a genre plastered on top of a, a bunch of people not you're in that world like Fallout 3 when you did Fallout 3, Fallout 3 made you feel alone yeah. like you were by yourself, it was borderline it was borderline like a, a survival game if you put the difficulty up really high and you had to eat and drink and that kind of stuff, like it felt like that kind of game, you had you, got, you hope you found that dog in the junkyard or you hope you got a, a, a guy pretty quick to follow you around because if you were out in a combat, you could die, like you could die like that in a bad combat situation. That's just how it was. But in the other games, like Fallout Four and in Vegas, Vegas had the better role-playing things. But once again, you didn't feel like any minute you were about to die. Yeah. Like so, that part is missing. I like the fact that they fixed it. I'm happy that they did. But I cannot give you credit for fixing something, something that, that you that knew you... that was already broke. Yeah, I was okay? having a
0: conversation last night with somebody, and he was t- he was saying, um. He was saying that he he has fallout first. And I was like, do you like paying for it? He's like, yeah, because they you have unlimited junk. Like, you can't, run, you can't run out of room with junk, which is a huge thing, right? They still have the same storage as us, the people that don't pay. You still have 800 pounds. But you have unlimited junk, meaning the junk doesn't take up your spot in the actual thing. And I said, yeah, but you like it because they made the problem, and now they're solving it, right? And you're paying – the solve it was $13 a month, right? And I was like – so that, I don't know if I can justify that myself, right? They made the problem, and now here they are with with the NPCs, and it, it feels like a Fallout game again, but at the same time, just like, all right, I want to make a new character and start again because I want to see what that feels like from... because you don't get to play the new stuff until level 20. So I want to feel... I want to see what the old stuff feels like compared to the new stuff because I am doing a little couple of old missions, and you could tell the difference between old missions... And the new missions. Just because of the way the dialogue is and everything like that. You could just you could just feel it. You're like, this is just better writing. It's better writing. It's just better storytelling. It just feels different. Hopefully going forward, this is now like, everyone forget everything you learned. It's sort of like the Star Wars films in the last five years, right? That's Fallout 76. Just forget everything you knew beforehand. And now Fallout 76 today is the first release day of Fallout 76 if you take from Tuesday going forward, you'll be like, wow, it's a pretty good game. Just forget everything for the last year and a half and the the dumpster fire that it was. But I'm actually having a lot of of fun with it. Here's a couple problems with it, okay? And it's not like shit on it. It's stupid the way they did it, right? So co-op mode, right? We all asked for co-op in the very beginning when we had single-player Fallout. We're like, we want a co-op game. Instead, they gave us a multiplayer game and then sold you the first-player single-player game, right? For a monthly subscription, me and Dupless are trying to play, and Tweak was with us the first night. We all got in a group together. Dupless goes in to, to do the mission. And then if I go in, it says, Do you want to go in with leader or do you want to go in solo? And I'm like, All right, I'll go with the leader. So I go in with the leader. Now see we see instance problems. Go ahead. So we do the mission, but we don't get credit for doing the mission, we get XP. We get a cut of the uh, of the of the caps, okay, but I don't get the actual credit for the actual mission. I actually have to do it again, either with my group. So once we did it with Dupless, once they do it with me, once I do it with Tweak. So we did the, we we potentially could do the same mission three times, okay? So all of us get credit for it, or everyone goes solo, go do it yourself, and then here's the disconnect, right? This is the disconnect. Destiny has a a problem with you're in a group, but yet you're all doing different things, and you can take each other's kills, and you're not working together as a group. So it's a multiplayer game, but yet you're all doing your own things, right? Fallout 76 is the same thing. You have these missions and quests. You're playing together, but you're not playing together. No Man's Sky. You're playing together but you're you're researching something. I'm traveling somewhere. I'm searching for something. You're not playing together. So basically, you could just get in an Xbox Live party or PlayStation party or an X Discord, play the game separately and just pretend you're in the same world together with those type of games. Right? Destiny is different, but I'm talking about the mechanics wise, right? Like I pick up a bounty, I have to get 17 uh, sniper kills and I kill him while I'm taking your kills, you're not getting them at the same time as me, so it takes you longer. So it, it, it behooves you to go play separate, do the missions faster, and then, you know what I'm saying? And this is what I don't understand about... So, so if
1: the quest so if the quest is active with you, then every guy I kill you get a credit for type of thing, as opposed to if you came in three minutes later or five minutes later and you were yeah. starting over from scratch?
0: Yeah, right? So I, I feel like... You're still getting credit. So, like, let's say he turned in something for like 75 coin or bo- bottle caps. I got like 18 or 20. So you get a percentage of it, and you get XP for killing the things on the missions, but you just don't get credit for the actual mission itself. So you have to do it again, which I, I just feel like is a is a is a dumb dumb reason, right? So, so that's it. Fallout 76 overall, I think so far. I'll tell you more about it next week. I think I'll, by that time I'll. I'll finish it. The, guy, the gentleman I talked to you yesterday said he put about 12 hours in for just one faction. So together, there's about 20 to 24 hours worth of stuff. Now, mind you, if you're an older player, you can fast travel everywhere, okay? Where if you're a new player, you can't fast travel everywhere. And that's another thing. If you play with your friends, one of you guys can travel and then you can fast travel to them. So you're actually going through the content faster, okay? But if you're playing by yourself and you haven't been there before, then you actually have to physically walk there. So the potential of it could be 12 hours, it could be 20 hours, it could be eight hours, all depending on how your play style is and if you're an experienced player or a brand new player in the game.
1: You have to you have to inject a little bit more of a apocalyptic vibe, right? It shouldn't be this unlimited supply of caps you people just hoard and shit. You know what I mean? Like, caps is there as a base... But the whole point of Fallout's supposed to be like, you know, can you trade me some, like, cans of food and whatever else and, like, and I'll give you something else? Like, that kind of bartering system because it's supposed to pop up. The caps are there to, like, offset the fact that we don't have any fucking money, so we needed some money, right? Like, that's the whole point of caps. Caps, they needed something to be there, but really it's all bartering. Like, I need some weapon parts, great, so I need some food. You bring me some food, I'll give you some weapon parts. Like, that kind of thing. Otherwise, if people just hoard, if you out in farm, right? If you out in farm and you're hoarding caps, you get on a server one day and it's almost like it's the French Riviera. Everybody's rich. Yeah. Everybody's running around with power armor and Gatling guns, and it's like, okay, so there's an army now of of guys in in, in power armor dropping nukes and marching across the ground. Like, okay, but like th- that's what I mean by you lose you lose the post apocalyptic feel because there's no there it's. The, the economy is not really there. The illusion of the economy is there. But I, 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 I know what they're trying to do. But I, I, it I like where you're going. It, feel, it doesn't make it feel like it's really post-apocalyptic. Because if, as as, if I get up every day and I just start hoarding shit, I'm going to have caps and caps and caps. At some point, though, it should be that there's no caps. You have to find different areas of caps to find caps. Not just you get caps for killing whatever. It, it's Otherwise, it's, it's not a real economy. Well, if, if, if it's unlimited money, you find everybody... Or, well, just, you're, no, you're, you're, you're right.
0: No, no, no they do you know that in I mean? the game. No, no, they do that in the game. So you only can find caps in, like, stashes of caps. And then you only get paid if you're doing missions for caps. You don't just kill someone and then get caps unless they have caps on them, which would only be, like, two or three caps, right? So th- what you're saying is they, they already have that in the game. But I do agree with if they have the economy, you shouldn't be able to... There should be skill trees. I know they have the perks, Okay. But in a multiplayer game like this, if someone, if someone let's say, is a gun builder, then you should be able to try to find a gun builder so you can get weapons from. Like, if you need a mod, instead of building the gun yourself and then building the mods yourself, there should be, sort of like Star Wars Galaxies was in the back of the day, there should be skilled positions in, in a game like this so the economy does shift and move, right? Like, right now, you can't sell ammo. You can't. You can't sell ammo. So you make ammo... And then you have an abundance of ammo, and then people can buy ammo from you, but you can't sell ammo. You can sell ammo right, in your own well, in your own because, base. Because,
1: uh, because unlimited caps
0: means unlimited selling power. Well, that's it, what it is. Right. But so the problem is the people that have been playing the game for so long, they can sell ammo. Okay. Sure. And the new people don't really have the money to buy the ammo. And then no one really wants to buy ammo from anybody because they can just make the ammo themselves. Right? And that's the thing right. that's, that's that's the
1: problem, right? That's right. That's it's the not, problem. it's not a real economy. Like, where are you getting all those gunpowder from? Right, right, right. Like I understand, there's some there's some stashes of bullets, and the military's got bullets laying around. But eventually, it should, where are you get the gunpowder, right. where are you getting the gunpowder from, it should come back every couple days or something like that. You know what I mean? Of a new you server, mine something, farm something, and then that farm is exhausted. They do that, but you know? it, it comes back on a on a, on a faster just, scale. I know, I know. But once again, if you want it to be a real post-apocalyptic type of thing, you've got to make people feel that if they relinquish something, they're giving up something to get something else, that there's a trade-off there. Maybe they made the right decision. Maybe they didn't. They don't know.
0: one, One more thing they have to switch is the perk cards themselves. Like right now, I want to do a different build, right? But I can't change my build because I have to level up first. Every time I level up, I get perks. And then I can either pick a perk or move a perk. Pick a perk, move a perk. This is so stupid because if I want to do a gun build instead of a melee build, I have to wait like six t- six levels now to level up, which could be hours, could be days, could be weeks. Gotta grind it out, bro. To then move some points over from ten over here to six over here to four over here. it's 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 just stupid. I should be able to pay caps, pay something, reset my spec cards out, and then just put them back in place, right? I'm sure they'll They'll charge something like that on the Fallout 1st or, or, or whatever. But anyway, I, I, I'm i having fun with the game. Uh, there's a couple of issues with it. But other than that, let's move on to another problem I have with another game. Uh, uh, Bungie. Right? So we're, we're talking about the Guardian, Guardian games here. Okay. So Destiny 2 has Guardian games <laughs> that's coming out this Tuesday. I really don't care about the Guardian games. But I want to talk about a couple
1: things about the Guardian Games, bro. We already did this. I looked at. I looked at. I read a little bit about it. We we made this. Yeah, we so, decided this. So let's, yeah, let, let's talk about it. So
0: they announced earlier this morning. Guardian Games is the fast approaching April twenty first at ten a.m. Uh, the entry into the co- uh, 10, a, 10 a.m. Pacific, by the way, uh, begins with a visit of Eva a- um, Levante. Each Guardian will receive a class item to adore while they're taking part of the competition. Bronze, silver, and gold medals will be available to earn daily each, of which the focus is specific game modes to earn medals, equip your new class item, defeat enemies, pick up um, laurels on the battlefield, and advance your quests to the medals Excuse me, that you desire. So, let me bring this up so you guys can see. Uh... <clears throat> yeah, so, there's the, uh... There's the thing there. Um... With the fully acknowledged, the class populations are a little uh, lopsided. Hunters are so fabulous with their capes that there are indeed more of them than warlocks and titans. To help offset this, so hunters don't steal the show every day, medals will be weighted slightly per class to maintain an even playing field. We aren't we aren't fiddling with the numbers to force wins or alternate classes. Or, okay, hunters still uh, still take the entire thing. They could have put enough effort in now. About those class items, at a daily reset, your cloak, mark, or bond will update to reflect what placement your team has taken. As an example, if Titans take the win for the day one, their mark will be updated with a wonderful gold signal, okay, with the signet. Uh, warlocks in second and Hunters in third. Uh, that class item would be updated to show silver and bronze, respectively. All right, there's the armor. It looks pretty cool. Like The capes look nice, right? The, the, they look nice. Uh... There's the, the, ta- the cloth for, for the Titans, and then there's the mm-hmm. Warlocks. Uh, so with the ultimate prize, at the end of the event, your daily placement will be combined for a final score. Depending on your team's standings, your, your class items will be locked to representative placements for the reminder, remainder of the year. So if you're looking for more ways to represent your class, Ava also has it covered each week. You'll be offered a free quest to earn Exotic Ghost que- uh, Shell, uh, one theme with the Guardian class. Complete this quest uh, every week to collect all three. So you, go, you got the little things there. Additionally, new exotic machine gun will become available uh, during the event and look forward to seeing the Mayhem Tool of Destruction. So it looks like a pretty cool uh, light machine gun. Eververse will also have some items in store for the event. A, single, a single, signal, single finisher will be available for silver only, while the other items will be purchased by Bright Dust as they appear on the storefront. As they note, all Guardian Games' weekly repeatable bounties will grant Bright Dust to match seasonal events. All right, so what I really want to focus on with this... Um,
1: what I really want to focus on, bro, is we talked about this. We laid this out. We talked about it like two or three years ago. Yeah, of what they okay? could do with except, factions. Except that, right. except that we said factions. They yeah. just decided not to pick factions. decided to put everybody in their own classes instead of factions. So Hunter, Vol- hunter, Warlock, Titan, as opposed to Dead Orbit, New Monarchy, <clears> and uh, what, what's, the, what's the other one? Uh,
0: Future War Cult.
1: Future War Cult. Same shit. Let me guess, Mike. Does the tower have a scoreboard? To show who's in the lead, uh, pretty much. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty got, much, right? It's, it's got yeah. the, the
0: the thing here in front of you, so you'll you'll see who's who's in the lead for that day.
1: Okay, congratulations. Look, I want everyone to understand something that we talk about shit all the time about what can be, what can be done in game at that moment. We know they can do it. They say no. They say it's too difficult. They say the game's too big. Whatever whatever reasons you want to give, right? But when push comes to shove and content starts drying up. All of a sudden, someone goes back and listens to a bunch of 30 and still gaming's podcasts and they pull out of the fucking cracks of their ass all the <laughs> stuff that we used to talk about three years ago and use it as their own. Now, I'm not I don't want I don't want to get paid for this, but I want to say I do. that I, do. I, I I should be a consultant. I should I should be a consultant for Bungie. But all I want to say is I'm glad that it came out. I'm glad that it's there and they're using that kind of format and it's something to do. But once again, Faction wars could have been going on now for four years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We didn't have to wait until it was a, a until there was a, a an absence of all content completely and then all of a sudden we have this cool new thing we can do. Uh, we know you could do that. We know you could do that. The whole there's there's a scoreboard sitting in the tower, it's been there forever. Just a, just a scoreboard next next to... shacks. Sa- there's three screens. There's three there, screens. A screen right there.
0: Yeah, There's three screens that you could use for one for each faction. If it was but, Dead Orbit, Future War, Cult, and New Monarchy,
1: or if it was Titan, Hunter, Warlock. Right, and, and and I read in the article, they said that there's too many hunters, so the score might be lopsided. And I, What did we hear during Faction Wars, Mike? Uh, oh, there's too much Dead Orbit. Too much Dead Orbit. Everyone wants to be Dead Orbit, so yeah. it'll be unfair. Like, same fucking thing guys if it's three factions it's three or, fa- right three, or three three classes, three classes it's three the factions. same shit right okay same shit so
0: so i said a while ago about the screens in the new towers like why don't they just update it there right why don't they just put every 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 week they could be like dead orbit future war cult new monarchy and they show it's you the there. percentage they show you the percentage of each planet that you have and then when you go to the, when you go to the directory they could just show you on the planet dead orbit's in the lead for dead orbit right See, this is this is the thing I, I I despise because they do the little as possible, right? Everyone's like, "Oh, this is so cool!" They can update it every day. Every day they're gonna update. If you have a bronze, silver, or gold, while you're
1: who's in the lead, okay? I, that's impossible, it's bro. It's Impossible. You they can't, can't do you that. Can't update like stuff every day. That's right. incredible. That's that's. This <laughs> must be some kind of magic, <laughs> right? So
0: it, it it just blows my mind because I was like, "Why don't they just do this on the planets?" Bring back the factions. Bring back factions.
1: Bring back bro, dead orbit. Bro, Bring back bro, what your saving, war call. Bring back saving. No, they're saving the factions until people are getting ready to riot. That there's no content, and then all of a sudden, magically, there'll be faction ships that come. You'll see them in the tower. What? Mark my words. It's going to be called the return of the factions, and you're going to see like a bunch of ships looking like dead orbit, and they'll be like, "We're back. We decided to come back." And How? They're going to They're going to use that as some kind of catalyst. For content. I I can guarantee it. The, the, I will here, guarantee here,
0: here, it. Listen to this, right? So let's just say Dead Orbit takes over EDZ. So now your local points when you drop into the EDZ. You can't say you can't say
1: faction mark you gotta say warlocks. We're talking about the no, new no, stuff. No, no, I'm here. saying this is what they oh. need to
0: do oh, okay. for factions. If they could update this shit like this six years later, okay, they could put a little percentage bar next to the planets. I know they can. They can update it because there's all oh, this little marker. It would just show a Dead Orbit logo or a Future War Cult logo, and you know they're in control of that planet, okay? This would alone would give content for people, right? Because certain weapons would have different Dead Orbit weapons that you only get the Dead Orbit assault rifle, okay, auto rifle, on EDZ if Dead Orbit has the lead on EDZ for that week. And at the end of the week, whoever's in the lead of the, of the factions gets that for the week. So that you go to EDZ, okay, and then you would have vendors there, and then that is where you would get your gear. Now, if Dead Orbit wins Nessus, and they win Titan, and they win EDZ, well, then Dead Orbit would have multiple areas to buy weapons that week. Here's what the population would do. Well, what's everyone going for this week? They would have one of each faction, and then they would all do the same thing, and it wouldn't be any competitive because everyone has to have everything, right? That's the that's the problem with the community, the chickens that I talked about last week. They're cannibalistic; that need to eat themselves. All right, this is this is the problem. I think this is cool. You know why? It's cool. You know why I think this is cool? Because it's we came up with late. it. Because it's we came up with the late, fucking thing, right? But
1: it's great. I love it.
0: Right. I might jump in to play a little bit to see the mechanics and stuff. I don't think there's enough here to bring me back to keep playing. Like, I'll do the dailies. I'll go, oh, great. We're winning today. <laughs> right? Is that some content? Some water content there, Sarge? Okay. Slow drip. Um, so there's there's problems with that. I'd, coming in for the exotic rifle, like, how about we put this shit on the line, right? You don't tell anybody, but that exotic machine gun goes to first place, okay? Right, right, you don't say it. You don't say that, but that's exactly what you do, because if you say it, everyone they, would be... Then they dogpile. Everyone would just dogpile on the same thing, be a hunter, win it, get, the, get the, the thing and move on, right? But if you don't tell them, they'll be like, this is bullshit. No, you'll get it. You just have to get it a drop later, right, in the world. But the people that won, they get the gun. Right. They, they, should get, yeah, but, they
1: should get something. Yeah, but you don't, you don't have to see The, the idea, though, is you don't you, have, to, you get have to stop the sandbagging. Right. You stop the sandbagging. And so how you stop the sandbagging is that you personally can only contribute so much in the week. Yeah. Right. Once you you're I know you want to grind. I get it. You want to win. So you grind. You do your part. And then that's all you can do. Let's just say you put like right? 200 a day or something, right. whatever it is. Whatever, whatever. There's a certain amount, and then that's all you can contribute. Now, if the rest of your team doesn't pull their weight, then that's what happens. Right. Get that's up. what happens. sergeant you got to get on, dude. you got to pick your hunter. you got
0: to get on. you got to help us. I've
1: got to get, get my gun. Right. right. But the idea should be it drops at a certain role, right? It drops at a certain role, but when you're in first place, you have a better chance of getting the god role. You have a better chance of getting the better role because of that. Little things inside to give you incentive to why you wanna do it. Right. Right? But you gotta put limitations in there that makes it so not everybody gets a trophy. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it has to work. You, everybody can't get a trophy.
0: Every everybody wants everything. And sometimes you don't get everything. And that's what was great about Destiny One, right? I got the icebreaker day two in Destiny. I think it took you like six months to get the icebreaker. Okay. Me? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I got I got Gallarhorn, Didn't even know what it was.
0: Yeah, no, no. But what I'm saying is, yeah, I didn't get Gallahorn until like months and months later. Okay, yep. by doing the raid, and that was yep. the thing. Everyone's like, "Oh, the drop rates are."
1: Everybody wants everything, right? And that, no, the- like, but but I get that. Okay, the the, diff- here, the problem is this: it's real simple. The guns are the trophy. Yeah, the guns are the trophy. So everybody wants the trophy. I get it but it takes time to earn the right to get that trophy. That's why people go for god rolls. That's why people played raids over and over again, played strikes over and over again, played uh, trials over and over again because they were trying to get better and get good enough to where they would get the trophy and they get the symbol of why they spent the time doing it. Right. Right, Turning the game into everybody gets everything regardless of what you do because you participated is the wrong way to go about it, Okay. And the vocal minority can say all they want, but if you take away the reasons why you want to do things, the game becomes bland, right? Nobody which cares, which it is, which it is bland. Nobody right. cares, right?
0: Well, it's funny. I was listening to, uh, to Lona was talking about, he goes, everyone will bitch about everything. It doesn't matter what they do. If they added a whole bunch of stuff, people would bitch that there's, uh, why didn't they put it more towards this instead? Right. And if they don't do enough, he's like, why didn't they do this? And my question, he goes, no one ever has a solution of what they could do. And my thing is I've always had a solution. Mine mine works for the developers, and it works for the people playing the game, right? My, my leveling system with the guns, okay? Because it would give you something to do on top of all this other stuff. Now, I went back and listened to, because Clintus uh, sent me the the vid doc. He says, hey, listen to the vid doc from September. I was like, all right. So I went back and watched it. We're going to talk about it next week on the show on, on Rangers um, they They hit the bullet points of building a foundation, setting it, breaking bones and putting it back, right? Because they're rebuilding what they fucked up. destroyed, Right. And I've, I've said from the very beginning, I said before D2 even came out, actually the day it came out, I said they blew up the foundation instead of keeping the foundation and then building on top of it. Now they're, they've rebuilt the foundation or they're in the process of rebuilding the foundation and then building the game up. I think the next iteration of destiny, is it going to be like groundbreaking and like, Oh my God, it's the best thing. no, is it going to be better than what it is now? Yes. But they also have to make sure the foundation that they build off of is a good foundation, not a foundation that's built on rubble and garbage, right? Some of the stuff they put in this game is garbage, even though they've they've done it. The way that you do the bounty system, bounty system is great, but they need the bounty system, plus they need the strike system, strike loot. They need bounty loot. They need faction loot. They need leveling up. Right? These are things that you need to do because somebody might be leveling up their guns. Somebody might be farming uh, exotics in a, in a strike. Somebody might be going for bounties to get certain things. If you have an assortment of things to do, instead of everything's the same, because that's, that's what Destiny 2 is. All the guns that came out were all the same. They changed that. All the gear that comes out now is the same. It just moves over. It's still this this little f- two-foot marker type thing. They need to just build the foundation and make it spread. So the rumor is now that Titan's going to be blown up. Okay? That's the rumor.
1: Titan's going to get what, destroyed. Is, is, is it Titan's turn? That's
0: what it is. It's just Titan's turn? But look, Titan gets, Titan gets destroyed. Great. Now they bring, let's say, Europa. Okay? Well, that's just Titan now. Right? Instead of adding to the game to have something else to do, they get rid of something and bring something else in place of it because the game's too big or whatever. That's the issue that they're doing, and they need to fix that, and hopefully going forward with the new systems and everything, they can fix that and, and make the game bigger and better. But again, three years ago we said, why don't they do stuff like this where it progresses and shows every day that the percentage and stuff can't do it. It's just impossible. I can't do it. And here it is. Right, six years too late. <laughs> well, f- three. <laughs> whatever we talked about it about three years ago. So, right, it's just it's just it's just real simple to do. Put a, put a bunch of numbers, and you get the win, whatever. So that's it for Bungie. Uh, I'm not excited to play that content, but I'm interested to see what it is. I'm interested to see their first rendition of what this is. Right, because they'll, they'll just change it again for for something else. All right, let's talk about Sony. Let me bring up the uh, the Sony stories up here. So. <clears throat> Let's first talk about this. is the this is a this is not the real version of the PlayStation. This is not the real version. This is a this is a digital mock-up of what it could look like. Okay, this is what it's a digital mock-up of what it could look like, and that it looks like it looks pretty nice. Okay, right, little the in, little in dev uh, piece back there. You can see like the little indention where the disc goes right up on top of there, and then if you notice over here. What's that disc over there, Sarge? Can you see that disc over there?
1: Hang on, let me full screen this. Let me. Full
0: Someone screen. obviously photoshopped it, but
1: oh, Grand Theft Auto Six. Yeah, it's Grand Theft Auto Six, right? Yeah. So yeah. I just think it's N- funny. Nice little,
0: nice little, nice little drop there yeah. on purpose. I yeah. got it. So I think if this is the
1: PlayStation that comes out, I think it looks real nice. I think the white I, top, I, I, black I like, bottom. I like, I like the lazy loading. Right, no matter how high or drunk you are, you're just gonna slam the disc up in the front. Yeah, just drop it down, right, right. And just sh- sh- shove, shove it, it in. it in, right? Like, cause... I know this is not. The, I know this is not the rendition. This is just a guess. All right, but I like it. I like the way they went with it. Yeah, no, I think it, I think it looks good. All right, obviously they gave it the how how 2000 light, the little light. They made it blue instead of red. Little sleek, I like it.
0: Here, this is the this is the the video. Of the guy, I don't think. That, I mean. <clears throat> no one said this is the official. Guys who
1: don't the guys who don't even work for the company make better videos about the product than the guys who actually make the product
0: It looks too small for proper cooling I mean I don't I don't know it is what it is it's just a mock-up I'm just looking at it because it looks cool right I like where the light is I think it's a cool design that someone came up with right good for whoever did this in the uh, in the uh, the digital programming that they did
1: right that's what I'm saying. The guys who, the guys who are, this is a mock, this is a mock of a fake product. Right. Right? It looks better Look, than some of the advertisements. Grand Theft Auto I've seen. 6.
0: Blam. And I like how they put it London. You can see the London bus on the front. Now, now, wouldn't that be a, a fucking kick in the fucking nuts? If that is actually where they're going to be. It's not Vice City. It's in London. And that disc shows the bus. Can you imagine? I'll be like, oh, my God, they got us. Yeah, but it looks cool. If that's if that's the way it is, they changed the light. The light's a little b- lighter blue instead of the blue that they had in the in the picture. But uh, yeah, looks good. And they have a black version, I think, too. I oh, know they just show you the yeah. So that's a mock-up, obviously. That's not the actual. Yeah, it's,
1: it's a it's a mock-up. Yes, yes, It's 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 not the real one. Now let's one. Let, now let's talk about the facts they're discussing, or the or the rumors that they're discussing that we have already discussed because we know how to add two plus two. Well, which is right. Which is they are stating possibly maybe kinda sorta. You talk about the delay or talking about not, the price drop. They what they will not have enough product by the end of the year. Yeah. Which we've discussed. We already called this. And they said that the price point shoulda coulda woulda be around five to five fifty, which is what we said.
0: Yeah, I said I said four yeah, I said four ninety nine is what I said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 450, four fifty, right? four four ninety nine. Not
1: to mention the fact that not to mention the fact that and this is my own two cents, actually it's a nickel, I want some change, is the fact that hardware originally was made because the industry wanted to push you into the next thing so they can have you buy more product. That was the original goal, right? I have to buy a new system, then I have to buy the new controller, then I have to buy the new charger, then I got to buy... That's the whole reason why they change systems every so often, not to mention the fact that, you know, things are supposed to progress, right? Right. So now, the mindset has changed. It doesn't matter to them. Think about it. It doesn't matter to them that the hardware is ready and sold by the end of the year. Doesn't matter because the games that they're going to make are going to be made for the system that you already have in the house. You okay. PlayStation is going to be. Oh, yours This is how. This is the mindset. The games that they're making right now are not for the new system. What the, the idea now is, is that it's a PC, and so I'll be able to run the game better, faster. It'll look cooler. It'll run better on the new system. So now I have a choice whether I want the new system, really, or I can just buy the game like I have been normally, right? Because the idea is not about buying the hardware anymore. The idea is to buy a service, and buy a game well, on that, top of the service. I think that's more of Xbox's platform. I don't know about no, PlayStation. No, it's, it's it's both of them, because if that were the case, PlayStation would already have all their ducks in a row, and they don't. Yeah, well, they that's, that's what I'm
0: saying. PlayStation needs to sell consoles. Xbox is selling a service.
1: Uh, I get it, but that's that's where we're going. It's not about well, deciding Well, PlayStation's about
0: five years off from that, because they don't have the infrastructure like Microsoft has as far as what they're selling for Game Pass, right? They have PlayStation, what is it, Play Now or... Uh, what, what what's the PlayStation one called? I like the Live. New York version.
1: I like the New York version. It's called Play This. <laughs> Play this. That's what that's, that's what PlayStation's version of, of of Game Pass is. It's called Sony Play This. So so PlayStation, look, I would stay clear of PlayStation
0: if the rumors that we talked about last week and the week before are true. The Overheating, the overheating, overheating rumors. issues. Okay, because if there's going to be a limited run. And this is true, okay? So, with an ongoing pandemic putting a strain on the video game industry, there's been a ton of gamers curious about what's affecting the upcoming console launches. While Some expect the PS5 and Xbox Series X to eventually shift in 2021. Both console manufacturers are steadfast, and they believe that the fall of 2020 release date will be happening. But although the PS5 may still launch this year, the new report suggests that it might be hard to find. According to anonymous sources speaking up to Bloomberg, Sony expects the limited PS5 supply and launch of Windows because... Uh, it, it, it expects the console's ambitious specs to weigh on demand. Okay, the report claims that the price of the upcoming PS5 will play a large factor in both production and early ab- ab- to- uh, adoption. Uh, uh, compared to the PS4, which sold 7.5 million in the first two quarters, Sony expects the PS5 to have between five to six million units available before the fiscal year ends in March of 2021. By no means this is a massive disaster. Okay, but it could mean that the finding of PS5 will be a lot harder than some anticipated with the PS4, uh, sold very well in the launch, and even broke some records, but it was not impossible to find. However, the PS5 stock is smaller, therefore it might not be a lot of gamers left wanting to holiday season. I think I'd two- like to... Oh, go go ahead. ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I would say, I think two things from this. I think they're taking a page out of Nintendo's book, right, because when the Switch came out, there was high demand for the Switch, and they didn't give us that many, right? It builds up the supply and demand like ravenous. Like, what's happening right now during the pandemic, Switches are super hard to find. Okay, they're going for like five hundred dollars right now. Okay, people are selling their old ones just to get the money and then we'll wait for the next one to come out and then buy it. You know what I'm saying? So I can see a a, a plan like that. If the overheating thing is happening, I wouldn't buy if you're an early adopter. I wouldn't I wouldn't buy it because if the other report was correct and they're going to change the design anyway. Right. I guess if you're a collector, you're going to buy it and keep it. Because if they're going to change the design later, it's going to be a completely different thing. One, it'll, it'll probably change the design. Two, it'll probably change the price, obviously, right? This is sort of like Xbox X right now. Okay, Xbox X came out; it was like what, five hundred bucks? Right now, you can get it for three hundred dollars, bundled with a bunch of stuff. So, there's a lot of things. Um, you have a Switch for sale for slightly used, yeah. Um, so that that's the that's the issue with PS Five. I think I think the the whole. I think the look of it's cool if that's what the way it looks like. If it comes out to be like the Xbox X with a tower, sure. Do I think the price point's a little high? I think it was gonna be high. And that's why I think Microsoft's gonna win because they're gonna have multiple systems, which we'll talk about in a little bit, right? And then the PlayStation's only making I mean five to six million is, is only one, it's about two 2.5 million less than what they came out with, they sold with the PS4. Okay? Doesn't sound like a big a big difference considering they have like fourteen million copies or twenty million copies sold, uh, you know worldwide now, but still two point five million less PlayStations around. And again, think about it. Just it. Keep, if the it keeps, five or six it, it comes keeps out, up. it keeps the yeah. But if the five up. or six comes out and they have the issues that Xbox Three Sixty had with the overheating. And the the, the boards?
1: Did did Xbox go under because of the Red Ring of Death? No, no, no. There was a whole lot of hoopla. Everyone yelled and screamed and called to the service and da blah 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 blah. But the Red Ring of Death did nothing. Nobody switched over to PlayStation because of the Red Ring of Death. Maybe some people did, but Xbox didn't suffer because of it. Right. Okay. Now let's talk real quick. Just real quick. Right. I, I would have to go back and look up the facts of why we were in that in that little circle that we were in, but. Why did Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3 11 years? Why? Don't they want to make a new system? I I think... Didn't they want to make a new system? I'm pretty sure if I go back in time and start looking at the technical data back then is the fact that there was no reason to do so because they couldn't push the games high enough to warrant a new system. That's what it was. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. We were caught in this hardware-software loop. Where yeah, it just wasn't exponentially higher. They could higher. not make. They could not make an affordable new system better, better than what was currently out that warranted someone to purchase. There was no reason to. Right. Just keep making games. Keep making games. And so everyone says, "Well, it's only supposed to last four years or five years." I'm like, "Bro, if you if you actually physically think that a game system is only supposed to last five years before they come out a new game system, you're playing the PC game." playing the pc game where right. computer's dead in five years bro new pc new pc like it takes four years to five years to make a good game so what you're saying is everybody's only making one game for a system and they're waiting for another system to come out right come on man we can't do this it was unsustainable so everyone got real comfortable for 10 years got to make all the shit they wanted yep everybody big, people, big catalog people were hanging around yep. they were hanging around forever in 360 like hey we got another game coming out well should we start making it? Because you guys are coming out with a new system, right? No, nah, no, nah, we're not coming out with a new system. Go ahead and make what you're gonna make. Right? Grand Theft Auto got to make what they wanted to make and then just made you buy it twice. Kaching. ching.
0: Three times. Then it came out for Kaching. PC. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That's what that's that's the the word on the on the PlayStation. I don't know if it's uh if it's true or not, but hey, take it with a
1: giant grain of salt. Alright, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll we're gonna play the waiting game, ready? If by the middle of July PlayStation doesn't show you what a PlayStation looks like, okay, then I'm gonna call it shenanigans. I'm calling it shenanigans. Because here's how it works, people, one more time. You can't manufacture that many units in that short amount of time. Okay? You have to have the product already made, and factories are already kachunking it, ka chunk, ka chunk, ka chunk. They're being made in factories, okay? And by the way, this is not this is not like Charlie Chalka factory where everything comes out of one factory, multiple assembly lines, different fa- d- different fabrication centers making the making the box it comes in, making the electronics. It's got to be shipped and sent and ready for the holidays. Yeah. Regardless if it's a plague or not, a plague going on. It's gonna. Okay? They, so they have to start you producing them. Me, they gotta start you producing within the next month or two. But listen, I, I'm sure production is sped up. It's not like back in the days of like Henry Ford. We're not talking about taking forever to make something. But you still need time to make millions right, of units—five
0: yeah, million, six million units. Okay. Right?
1: Right. If they—if listen—if they, if, listen, if they if it expect, goes smooth, right? If it goes smooth, if it goes smooth, right? Right. If—if if they expect by March or April to have what was it? What was the number you said, Mike? Five to six million. F- five to six million units. Okay. Well, I got news for you, people. They're already being made right now. Yeah. Which means PlayStation knows what the goddamn thing looks like. So anytime you want to tell us what it looks like. I don't know what the big secret is because it's here's a how box it's gonna, with stuff in it. Right. Here's how it's going to play out. PlayStation is going to wait till E3 time when there's no E3 and never will be E3 again. They're going to wait, do their own little feature, going to show you what it looks like. They're going to have some British guy come out and bore you to death and tell you what it looks like again. Right. They're going to give you a price point. Xbox going to go, oh, is that your price point? Cool. Now, our price point is above you and below you. go ahead you buy you buy which one you want exactly we're above you for the top end model so better than a playstation and we're under you and that's right xbox is going to have multiple versions of their game their console on purpose to fuck with sony guarantee i guarantee it i guarantee it i'm trying to find the article that we we had before uh I i guarantee it it's it, the, longer, the longer you read stuff, I, I've been reading tech stuff forever. The longer you read stuff and how people want to one-up each other and how they have control of the market, and and Xbox has been waiting and waiting patiently to get all their ducks in a row, get everything set, to where when they release another console, that they'll, they'll have a shot at being Sony this time, as opposed to being second best without first-party titles. And that's going to be the addition. That's all right.
0: So, going on from from what you just said, right? So, this is uh, another rumor. Okay, Microsoft planning on two major Xbox Series X uh, reveal events. Okay. A known Xbox leaker claims that Microsoft will be holding two digital events, highlighting the Xbox Series X in the near future. Okay. Microsoft previously revealed the Xbox Series X the first time during the Game Awards last year. Uh, since then, the PS5 has also had specs revealed, but the fans still don't know what the console actually looks like. Microsoft leaker Tim Dog revealed that Twitter on the Xbox Series X will allegedly be having two more reveal events coming up this year. According to Tim Dog, Microsoft will be holding an Ex- inside Xbox event in June, with something else coming in May. In addition, he claims that the codename Lockhart model is still in the works, which is allegedly be the more affordable variety of the Xbox Series X. Okay. So, again, we broke this down a couple weeks ago. Phil Spencer, years ago, said we're working on multiple machines. Sarge just told you that waiting for as soon as it doesn't even matter. Xbox releases the price. PlayStation comes out and says, okay, they have the 500. Okay, so we're going to come out. Ours is a little bit more powerful. Maybe ours is 510. We'll just say 500. We'll say 450. Microsoft's like, is that the price? That's your price? All right, cool. Great. Reveal, the Lockhart, they pull the, the, the sheet off, and they're like, the most mid-grade, powerful system you could ever afford for $400,
1: right? And then yeah. PlayStation's like, motherfuckers, right? You, so Listen, you, you already know that this is going to happen because that's what the Xbox X was. The Xbox the X was the test yeah. to see what percentage of the market would buy into a system before the new systems come out just because it was more powerful. Right. Okay? They found their number. As a matter of fact, we should probably look up the number on how many Xbox Xs were sold. And then that way you'll know, I don't know how many they are going to sell the Series X top-end model and how many are they are going to end for the introductory model. We'll already know. Right? This is it's, – it's genius on their part. Right? Listen, I like the fact that there's multiple systems because you want this kind of co- competitiveness – because it keeps things interesting, it keeps prices <laughs> fluctuating, it keeps first-party titles in the running. It makes things interesting. They don't, you don't give, want just one system.
0: They don't give this. They don't give the sales.
1: Of course the they won't. X, yeah. Of course they won't.
0: They're, they're happy with it though.
1: I'm, I'm sure they are.
0: So that's that's the Xbox, right? So Xbox. But
1: imagine. But imagine the Xbox Series X comes out. Let's say everything goes according to plan. It right. actually works. I know, big deal, right? It actually works. Now the guy who bought the X. Playing the Series X goes, wow, man, this thing's blowing my X away. This is crazy. Right? Which makes you wonder, what did you buy the X for? Right. Because all they said for six, I think it was like six to eight months, all they kept saying over and over again was, the most powerful system ever made. The most powerful system ever made. I was just like, the most powerful system ever made. Okay, we get it. We get it, man. Most powerful system ever made. At the time. Right? At but the time. At the time. At yeah. the time. Yeah. But was it, though?
0: Yeah. Um, so, Microsoft coming out. And then here's another rumor. Okay. Nintendo might be coming out with a dual screen. Okay. Now, the report here says, New dual screen Switch model is reportedly data-mined in its latest firmware update. It appears the latest firmware update for Nintendo Switch is hiding evidence of a new model of the console that supports dual screens. Now, the 3DS... Uh, you're going a little blurry there, Sarge. That's uh, no, because you're drunk. The, the 3DS. <laughs> However, the part... Uh, according to a social media post, Twitter user Mike Henskin, 10.0.1 firmware update for Nintendo Switch includes a primary support for a new and una- unannounced dual screen model. This was discovered after hackers mined the new update, which revealed the model number NXABCD. Although the this may appear fake, it's worth noting that the model number of the original uh, Switch is NXABCA, and, and the Switch Lite was NXABCB. At the moment, if it's claimed it turns out to be true, it's hard to imagine how Nintendo plans to utilize the second screen of Nintendo Switch. Okay, It's possible that Nintendo is designing a new model that has a clamshell design, uh, design similar to the 3DS, but given that superior touchscreen functionality of the Switch, this may be unlikely. However, it also is possible... That the second screen that um, data miners reportedly discovered is not a physical screen on the Switch itself, but supposedly a connective- connectivity of an external screen, such as a smartphone. However, given that the Nintendo is still hasn't committed commented about the claims, players should take this information what with a grain of salt. Okay, so that's interesting. That's interesting. If they if they do sell a separate screen, so you're buying like just a, another screen to attach. Like there's nothing that I know of that would attach to your screen unless they use the port where you it slides into the dock, right? And
1: then you could slide it in, but I don't know the br- the bracket system there or whatever. Well w- w- just spitball. Why why what what is the point of the dual screen? Because you can't fit all the information on the screen. You want the other screen to have like your hit points and the, your inventory and stuff that way. You would be playing and I, see what you have yeah, I, without going to a sub screen. Like that can be kind of convenient? Yeah, so like I know for like Zelda and stuff, like
0: the bottom screen would be like your backpack space or something, right? Like you would have your backpack stuff in there and then you have the gameplay yeah, but, up on but top. Don't you
1: find it don't you find it a little strange Okay, that you make a system that's portable, the most awesome portable system ever made, and then realize that you made it so portable that you need another screen to put the information on the goddamn game so you can actually play the game correctly. Like, does that make sense to anybody else? Yeah, like, I, I just I, can't. I understand. I'm, I'm like, trying to imagine. Did, did anyone did anyone ever have a Lynx when they were younger? Like, I had, a, I had a, one of those Atari Lynxes. Remember the Lynx? It's like a handheld. The Switch is about the same size, right? So if it can't fit on the screen because you got too much stuff to put on it, then is it a, is it a switch anymore? Then it's something else. I
0: mean, it's still portable. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I've I've been enjoying my switch very much. Uh, uh, that we got one. I didn't it, think it is, it's it's the perfect marriage of a portable system and home console. It's great because if my wife or my son wants to watch something on TV, and I'm still playing a game, I literally just slide it out of the dock, put the controllers in, and I'm sitting on the couch, and I'm and I'm still playing my game. It's 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 fucking genius. Now, obviously. Project X Cloud when it comes out, you can do the same thing on your iPhone or your iPad, right? So you you can give up the TV and yet still play on your on your on your console. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 phenomenal. Just the the way it feels and the way you play and the screen's really sharp and it's it touch sensitive is really nice. I don't know. I mean, I I get this as data mind and stuff like that. I just can't picture them connecting another screen because I feel like. The 3DS makes sense. The casing and everything, it folds and opens up and it's part of that machine, right? It's like it's the top of the thing. Unless, maybe it's unless some, they're maybe buying it's
1: something simple. Maybe it's, a, it's simpler than you think. Maybe it's for the fact that they want if some people want a bigger screen. Which makes no sense because you now, would just put it in a dock it's... and use your television. Yeah, I don't think it's a bigger screen. If they do something like this, I, I just thought about it in
0: my head design-wise. They could just have the screen where it has the connections that it slides in. To where the controllers get hooked up, and it would click, and that would have the bracket that closes the screen, and then it would have another bracket on the edges that you could put the controllers. So, mind you, that technically it would only get about this much more thicker on each side because th- the slots would would lock in where the where the Joy Cons would go, and then the Joy Cons would lock into onto those, and that would be the bracket that holds the other monitor that you can flip up. And, and again, I'm literally coming up with this. On the fly, right now in my head, on how they would do it. Right, I, I, I'm thinking like, but what is the what is the point of it? Now they did show Nintendo um, back in the day when they did the little docs or whatever, where they show two Nintendo switches butting up next to each other, and it, the 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 screen like continues on to the other one by just like putting it next to it, it detects it. However, they did that. Maybe it's coming up with some sort of technology like that. Again, take it with a grain of salt. These are just things that we, we we read on the you know the internet. Nothing's nothing's true on the internet until it's true. That's what our whole show's about. So,
1: except that they our, talk about it long enough afterwards, that uh, comes it, it comes fruition. It, it, it,
0: like we don't. Yeah, we don't. We so don't if it does come truth. for fruition, I just want to put it out there that uh, in the future I'm going to be a millionaire and I'm going to have a, lots of a consulting jobs with with video game companies. That I'm just putting it out there, just in case. Um, so the next story I want to talk about, let's talk about the Marvel's Avengers game. Okay, we were going to talk about this
1: last week, and we ran out of time. This game this game is 50-50. Either it's going to be Anthem, or it's going to be Destiny. Well, yeah, this is, this is Th- the thing, that's right? That's what this game is to me right now. After all the reading I've done, their aspirations of grandeur, what they want the game to be, and that testing thing showing you that whole bridge battle, showing you different characters. I've seen a video for advertising before, people. And that was fluffed beyond imagination, right? This, this game is 50-50. It can go either way. Either it's going to go Anthem or Look, it's going to go Destiny. I, I hope it goes the Destiny route. And if they
0: do exactly like I said in the past, exactly what Destiny is doing, not no more, no less, just subpar, okay? I'll like it better just because it's Marvel,
1: right? Well, because it's something different Well, no, it's at not, this point.
0: Well, no, it's not even because it's something different. It's... I like Marvel and the stories in the Marvel universe, right?
1: Well, I don't they're... know the
0: story in the fucking Destiny's universe. That's I'm, still, they don't, they don't I'm still, don't want to tell you. It. I'm still they waiting. I don't want to tell you it. anything else, right? So this is coming from the actual guy uh, that one, uh, Vincent uh, Napoli. Okay, he says that Napoli hints on one of the mystery mysterious items in the game. Okay, which is the, um, actually have a bunch of pretty cool twists up our sleeves for artifacts. Okay, They stand out amongst the other items. That are definite, unique. Okay, he talks about raises some excitement about the perks system, saying most of those perks were early tests that you saw in the in that video that we watched last year, sometime in like November. A lot of the a lot of the work has been done to overhaul that system, but there are easily a hundred plus unique perks for gear alone. Okay, perks are also exclusive to the slot item and perk slots of the items themselves. It seems that this will be a very deep system for the gear and perks that will feature different ways that have Marvel Avenger players to customize their heroes. This is interesting to me because he says there's hundreds of plus unique perks, right? Meaning there's perks for the Hulk, there's perks for Thor, there's perks for Iron Man, there's perks for all the different characters, and there's A different... Lot. Right. So let's just say there's like t- 10 to 20 different perks per character, right? And I guess they could be all doing the exact same, right? Ten percent Hulk Smash, more stuff.
1: Yeah, Iron Man, be, 10% it'll, it'll ten percent more blow 10% up 10% stuff. smash, Or fifteen percent Hulk Smash. Right. Or twelve and a half percent Hulk Smash. Like I get it. I know. I know
0: it's just a sentence in this paragraph, right? I'll read it to you again, and let me tell. Let me see what you think, right? So most of these perks, early tests, A lot of the work has been done to overhaul the system, but there are easily a hundred plus unique perks for gear alone. Perks are also exclusive to the slot item and the perk slot. On the items themselves. So there's multiple perks, slots, and perks. Do you think, just from that sentence, that if this is a game, first all, I'll give you the scenario like Anthem, okay? Scenario. This is the scenario. It's like Anthem, okay? Is this perk system that in the sentence that's described, do you think this would be better than Anthem based on what the perks and stuff that you can do with it? Or do you think nothing of it? Or do you think it has to be as good as Destiny with these perks? Because Destiny doesn't do perks well
1: either, right? None of these, none of these companies it's, it's do not, perks well either. Well, my first, my first worry is this: after this much time has passed, okay, and between WoW and Elder Scrolls and Destiny and Defiance Division, okay, and Division with all these games that have come out in this genre, okay, if at this point a team of people haven't sat around and discussed what works and, and what, what doesn't. doesn't. Yeah. Okay. And what kind of mechanics you need in order to have a meaningful leveling development system with customizations? Then this game will be toilet water faster than you can say anything. They're just done. Okay. Because they're, if you you're going to prop it up on the Marvel name and everyone's going to go crazy for cash it and grab. you're going to keep showing me the right. same vid the of them grab. fighting on a bridge to make me love it. But your game is dead inside. Like me. Okay? Like <laughs> if that's the way it's gonna be, then it's all it's all for show. But they have got to come out with a meaningful level design, level leveling process with mechanics that work with the game. Okay? A reason to do what you're doing and and make it fun. It just can't be well, it's cool because it's Marvel. Fuck you, Sarge. It's fucking Marvel. Right, That's that's your answer. Your answer is going to be fuck me because I want something new finally and you would think and this, this should be a given it should definitely be better in some aspects than both Destiny Division, WoW and Elder Scrolls together. They should have some things in there that use the best of the best and leave out the worst and give you something to look forward to and discuss on shows like this. Do you like the way they do the leveling system? I think it looks good. What do you think? I think that kind of perk system would work. Oh, let's discuss it. Yes. Perk systems that work, things that are meaningful. Yes. That's the kind of stuff I want to see. I get a gist from here, but you can tell just from looking at that photo, bro, it's got a lot of destiny in there. Got a little bit of division, a lot of destiny in there because the perks lead to do certain things. Now, if that's the way they're going to go about it, which is a sub level of a game. Let's take Iron Man, for example. Let's say you can spec out Iron Man to do a lot of AoE and range attacks. Right. And very little melee. Or you can swap it around and he does a lot of melee moves and he's less range. Now, with those two balancing, on top of that, you put on some defensive mods for what you're protecting yourself for in that scenario. Like, maybe I put on extra armor That stops range attacks from hurting me as badly, right? On a board where there's a lot of shooty-shooty. On a different board, there's a lot of melee guys trying to get up in my face, and I can't get away from them. So I got to spec out more for defensive melee, right? So not only do you have your moves and uh, aggressive perks, but you got your defensive ones as well. Right. And then on top of that, I'm sure if they're not retarded and haven't been watching video games for the last 10 years, I'm sure that each guy has got a special ability that he can only use certain amount of time or he has to build up to do it or building up a an attack uh, energy power or a, a power level bar, and maybe one's a range attack, maybe one's a defensive move, maybe one's a melee move. It depends on what you spec out your guy to do. That would be standard. Standard. That's what would have to be in the game, standard. Right. Okay? You can't tell me you're just... Throwing a bunch of perks on the screen, got some numbers on it. It's gonna be really fun to run around with. Like that's not how it goes. There's a. a... Anybody play City of Heroes? Has anyone played City of Heroes? That's a good game. Well, what was the other game that was like City of Heroes, but it was like an MMO where like you pick up be a superhero. City of Heroes was the MMO. Was that it? Wasn't there another one? I could have sworn there was one other one where you like you'd run around into the city. And, like, this area would have a bunch of criminals robbing a bank. Yeah, no, that's, well, And you're, then you're, you, you you're, might be thinking, the guys.
0: You might be thinking of also Marvel Heroes or DC Universe Online.
1: Maybe maybe that was it, too. But, like, it was like an MMO. Yeah, right? yeah they're but all did, MMOs.
0: They were all MMOs. But it didn't, it
1: didn't feel right because it was superhero stuff, right? Like, I get, like, an Elder Scrolls or a WoW, like, you go to an area is a bunch of guys attacking a castle. It makes it look like they're being attacked. And all the missions revolve around the castle, right? Kill 20 of these guys, collect this many things. You know the standard... Yeah. Uh, standard uh, MMO hunting, hunting and gathering. You know what I'm talking about. But like this game, it looks to me like they want the story and the coolness to be front and center. So what that means is someone's got to tell a story, right? right. Where they have, this have stories. Be the, this would be the perfect time to incorporate comics. Yeah, no. and the heroes. Yeah, and following a story, and maybe for the first four months of the year. You're following Black Widow's story for this, and then after four or five months, we change the story to something else as a game as a service. Yeah. A real game. That's what a I'm saying. So no, that's why it I'm, has so much potential. It has so much you potential. Can, you can smell it. You can
0: smell what they're they, trying they to can, do. They they could do so much with this game, especially coming out with uh, Marvel Phase Four if they really wanted to. I know they said they want to keep it separate, but they could technically like a movie comes out and then they can continue the story within the game. Right, yeah. they can almost do like what a defiance did with the show and the movie or the game and the and the TV show. They yes. can potentially do something like that, but obviously they probably won't because that's too obvious. Um, you can look at you can look at this screen. There's a lot of information on the screen, and we looked at it a couple months ago. But obviously, the isotopes are things that you're going to be collecting as a currency, right? Then you also have the number at the very top of the screen, up the top of right. That's the currency as well, like the, what you're purchasing. Then there's the Silver, I guess you would purchase because obviously there's going to be microtransactions of some sort of like, uh, just cosmetic type stuff. But then when you look at the the gear score, I can see already that here's a problem. They're copying Destiny. It's the same template. They're they're copying Destiny as far as you're not going to be leveling up. You're leveling up your character, okay? Like you're leveling up Iron Man, so his light level is going up, okay? And then your power score is going up because of the gear that you're putting on. But you're not leveling up the gear. You're not leveling up the gear. The gear is just going to be... It drops as it is, what it is, and then you just pff, get rid of it. I can see that as a mistake because it's going to be the exact same problem that we're with Destiny right now. Okay? Obviously, it's not a problem when the game first comes out, but three months down the line, six months down the line, you're in the exact same ballpark you're with Destiny, and everyone's like, oh, this game is boring. And if you don't have story, and you don't have other things to go with, this game will be dead real fast because Destiny... Goes up and down like this, even though there's a million people playing, it's not the same million people playing. It's ups and downs of different people, right? Um, The actual perks on it, this is a 5-star purple. I don't know if all purples are 5-stars, but it says gear perks is 5-stars. It has a white light, it says uh, arrow, it says enter low health to gain health bursts. And then it says, um, underneath that it says chance of taking damage to gain temporary defense buff. Okay? Now, it's got Resilience of 3, so there's a lot of different things, and it says a perk available on it, I meaning if you unlock the perk, I guess you're getting Persistence underneath that, right? You're unlocking that one, so maybe the perk does level up, right? Maybe you are leveling up stuff, so it'll be interesting, but the way you're leveling it up, though, is with Isotopes, which would be the exact same thing as Motes of Light from from Destiny 1, right? That's how you used to level up. You would just moats light you would level up all your gear instead of just leveling up the gear because you're doing it anyway by using the gun you're just like i have a whole bunch of moats of light boom and you just level up everything instantaneously and that was the issue with destiny one um brain says no because uh, certain perks are only on certain cost uh, costumes so you need to buy the costume when they finally release to use a certain perk um is that the way it works you think or do you think i think just the the, the cosmetic is the cosmetic you're telling me if I buy like the white Iron Man suit, it's gonna have different perks than the red Iron Man suit. You think so? Maybe. Oh, that would be dirty. It would be dirty. That'd be but dirty.
1: There has to be a little dirt in there. You know there has to be.
0: Well, I think the, right? the visually. No, I think visually, just if you want to, if you want a costume, because then basically they're they're forcing you because there'll be one outfit that has a perk that is like super op, and everyone's like, "That's bullshit." It's fifteen dollars to buy that thing, and that that's the only way you can get it. I don't I'm gonna disagree with you, Brain. I think they're gonna charge cosmetics and I think they're gonna be ten to fifteen dollars per cosmetic for like White Iron Man and like whatever. Or like a little Grey, bit of Fortnite, Grey Hulk. A little bit of Fortnite sprinkled in Right, with like Grey Hulk. But I don't I don't think they're gonna be charging like Grey Hulk has a different perk that you can only put on the Great Hulk. That's almost like Nintendo Mario Kart problems there, right? Like mobile Mario Kart, because Mario Kart only certain people can do certain boosts and stuff, and that, that just that's dirty. So hope hopefully
1: you're not right. You know, you know what? One. Here's 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 where my brain is right now. Okay? Everyone's looking at Iron Man, fucking badass, fucking Thor. I'm gonna be the fucking Hulk, right? You know what Sarge is thinking about? Right? What what bad guy do I have to be? Let me be the bad guy. I don't think you I wanna be the be bad, bad, bad guy. guy. If anything right? Let Sarge, me be the bad guy. If
0: anything, there'll be an expansion. Down the road, that will release bad guys. Okay, because
1: then you know, then you don't have to worry about if you're in PvP or not. It's automatic, right? I'm cruising the world doing whatever, and I'm fucking Venom running around. I'm sorry, yeah, SC. Uh, right? Hey, yeah, no, bad I, I
0: agree with you. I think that'd what they should ass. do is, if they have six, if they have six good guys, they should have six bad guys you
1: can be, right? Listen, but the beauty of this is anybody who reads comic books knows is every one good guy has got at least four or five villains that don't like him, right? So, right. The bad guys win, baby. That's how this is supposed to go. Right? So I'm, the bad I'm, guys. I'm, I'm excited for this game. I'm excited for this game. Uh, I, I, I It should be coming again, out next month. It should be coming out again, next month, three we, days after an, my birthday. We, we can have a show just on that game that isn't out yet. Well, I'll tell you what.
0: Get closer to this. We will have a podcast just about this. <laughs> I guarantee you. I will I will start another podcast just for this game, just like I started Generation X Gaming for destiny i will start one for this if if it if it has some legs okay if it has some legs um okay so the next story i want to talk about is a rumored game which was the latest batman rumor has a huge implication of superman game okay a new report in- superman game it's not out yet okay the new report indicating that wb was going to have a big presence at E3 2020 suggests that rocksteady actually is working on a superman game Okay? Superman fans have been waiting a long time for the breakout video game. We, we talked about this weeks ago, right? It's hard to make a Superman game because you have to make super villains. It's just really hard. Otherwise, it just becomes really boring. Okay? So... Ever since Rocksteady Studios brought Batman in the gaming screen, widely adored Batman Arkham Games, people have been ec- ecstatic to learn anything new from the studio's regards and plans to develop the blockbuster series any further. Now that we've been almost five years since the studio's last title of Batman Arkham Knight, including Batman Arkham VR from 2016, fans have remained ever vigilant uh, of the search of Batman's news, especially because of five years ago, uh, a good amount of time a developer video game. However, the WB Montreal is taking the helm on the Batman franchise. Fans have shifted their other to big other big dreams. Dreams of Superman slash DC Universe game. Okay, the cancellation of the E3 2020 has it will be continue to cause a ripple effect throughout the gaming industry as the companies try to um, uh, try to redo themselves as an attempt to stay afloat during the current uh, pandemic. WB Games will more likely reveal the games that is planning on showing off at the first E3 press conference during the equivalent digital event. Will predictably take place around the same time. The fact that the company wanted to hold press conference and all the speaks speaks volumes and content and planned on showing off, meeting at WB Games as planned. Now, just like the Bethesda step into the ring at E3 2015, the show off substantial upcoming category or catalog of major games, including like Dishonored 2, Fallout 4, and Doom. WB Games was playing on hitting the show floor with a bang, bringing a new major Harry Potter game, a heavily teased Batman game from Montreal, Montreal uh, WB. A mysterious title from Rocksteady has been working on. Now with the new WB Montreal Batman game all but confirmed to center around the, cor- the Court of Owls and a huge rumor multiplayer mode, it's likely that Rocksteady will continue the DC Universe that will be established in the WB Montreal game, fulfilling the, the prophecy of put forth by geek worldwide and fans online whether or not Rocksteady's project ends up being a Superman-focused game or a game encompass the entire DC Universe, which seems fans will finally be able to have a worthy Superman game. Now they don't say it in this article, but we just talked about Avengers Marvel, right? Marvel Avengers game, which is a MMO light Destiny type game, right? Well, when Marvel Heroes came out, DC Universe Online came out, right? When there's a McDonald's, there's a Burger King. When there's a CVS, there's a there's a there's a Walgreens.
1: This is this is what I hear when you tell me that the, the Warner Brothers wants to come out with a game like Avengers wants to come out with a game. Ready? Everybody loves what you do at the WB. <laughs> it's it's going to the be they're going to be garbage. It's it's going to be garbage because they can't chase Marvel movies in the theater, so they're definitely not going to be able to chase Marvel games on a system. All right? I, you see what WB does with movies, right? I, I think it'll hurry be... hurry them up. I, I mean, they have the same mentality as the new game system. Well, it's not you WB. Know, it's, it's hurry something up, put it out there, even though it sucks. We have to catch up to Marvel. Right?
0: that's like that's the mo. I, I think that this game might be a game like Marvel Adventures. I think they might come out with a DC Universe version of it. That's great.
1: Once again, how long does it take to make a game, bro? How three, long? Three to five. A years. good game. Three to five. A good game. Actually, a great game. How long does it take to make a great game? Five to eight. Right. Right. So by that token. Anthem's being worked on now for eight years. Yeah, Anthem. Anthem is supposed to be like so. The so ever, has Destiny. Right? Destiny has been, it was been five worked five years. On for made. Years. They never released a pile of crap. and they went away back to. They're going to work on it for three more years. So Anthem might come back as like the second coming of Christ. I mean, Destiny right now has been worked
0: on for eight years, eight and a half years. Yeah, yeah. Well, they did. They did push the rewind button in the middle of it for no reason three times yes. actually, because they yeah. they they had a game. And then they wrecked it, and then started again. 18 months later, they've launched it. Then they blew it up at the end of Destiny One, and then now they have yeah. Destiny Two. Yeah. So they've done it. They've done it quite a bit of uh, of shift, shuffling. But what do you think, though? The Batman game is definitely coming out, right? And I'm happy about the the Batman game coming out. We no official yet, but it's pretty safe to say that the Batman, next Batman game is going to come out. As far as the Superman game. Standalone Superman game, I don't see happening.
1: It's just really Look, difficult to do it. Listen, to make a superhero, to make a superhero game is difficult, regardless. Okay. To make a Superman game, do you right. know what kind of complexity we're talking about? It's got
0: to it's, make a proper Superman game. It, it's it, we, we we talked about this. We're not going to go back into it. All right. Okay. It's just really hard. You can't have them play against other like regular guys because basically it's like
1: super cheat, right? Right. Right. It's Superman. Right. So So you you have to to put him up against aliens, something. something I think think what has to happen is they're going to have to make a Superman game, but it's going to be told half action, half story. And Superman's going to be handicapped because he's such a goody goody that he won't be able to kill or punch all the guys you want to kill and punch because he's Superman. Right. He's held by (laughs) his morals and scruples. Right. So you just can't have Superman flying around using all his powers to decimate people. Okay, Like Zod. OK, that's not how it's going to be. Right. So is that game going to be fun enough to play? See, right. I think Superman, a, a Superman game done right would be like. What was that game? The The Dark Jedi one? Um, not not Dark Forces. What the, was the one the, where the, the new the, one? No, no. The one that came oh, out in t- order. You're talking like, about yeah, Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed. Thanks, Thank brain. you, brain. Like I would think like a Superman game would have to be like that. Like that's how the Superman game, but he been. has to go against. It wouldn't be. Like it wouldn't him. be like an open world game when you are a Superman, right? It wouldn't be like that. It wouldn't be like a Grand Theft Auto that's an the open down, world. That's the downfall, right there.
0: Right,
1: that's the downfall. Because if you are if you are doing a
0: Superman game, you need to be. It needs to be like the size of fucking No Man's Sky, and you are flying around fucking planets and universes. Okay, yeah, but but then the scope the scope becomes too
1: big to to. Get around. It's too massive. That's fine. Then it needs to be be Metropolis. This is why I'm telling you. It needs to be Grand Theft Auto. It's not going to be, bro. It's not going to be. So basically,
0: someone make a mod of Superman in Grand Theft Auto 5 right now, okay? And then just put him in there and see how fast you get bored with that, okay? Because that's basically what it would be. Someone make a mod of Superman inside Grand Theft Auto 5, go around smashing people, shooting lasers out of your eyes, doing whatever. That's the game. You'd be like, eh, it's fun, but it's it, it's like you put a cheat code in, okay? Because it's Superman. But yeah, yeah. if they make a DC universe where it's like the Justice League, okay, and you have five to six characters and you're leveling up characters, that'd be interesting. Again, I said before, if they're going to make a Superman game, you got to make it young Superman where he's like a teenager and he's just getting his abilities, okay? Something along the lines of that. As far as if they do, this is what the DC universe needs to do. They're remaking all the movies, right? They have the Flash coming out. They have Aquaman two coming out. They have a new Bat, excuse me, they have a new Batman, right? They have a, a Superman probably in the works, and a Wonder Woman coming out. They should literally connect the stories, just like I said for Marvel Avengers. You have a movie at the end of 1984 Wonder Woman story. You would pick it up in a story plot in the video game, right? And then it's just a story. Like You're Wonder Woman, and it's taking place right after the movie, like 10 years, 5 years, whatever it is, and you're continuing the story a little bit. connects the pieces. Then, if you're the movies, right, you look back and go, oh, what did the comic, or what did the the video game do? This is where it left off the thing, and then you continue the story from there, and then build up back and forth, back and forth. Here comes
1: Sarge's crazy brain. Ready? The game's too big. It's going to be too big on purpose. Here it goes. I'm, or it's DC, right? I'm the Flash. Okay? Mm -hmm. You're playing Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. In your game, your stories, and then maybe once or twice a year there's a crossover, and we get to be in the same story, because it's Wonder Woman and The Flash get to do this thing, and it's a co-op thing, and it's a mission that lasts for maybe a month or two, and then those characters are together doing a story that you do co-op, and then it goes away, like a little episode. And then maybe it's a Batman-Superman one, and, and anyone who's playing the Batman and Superman can do that, and then it goes away, because games get too big, can't have it all. Right? Think right, of the possibilities right now. Think of the possibilities. If you, let's say you're a huge fan of Batman, huge, like you, you got Batman toilet paper, Batman toothbrush, got Batman on your wall, and you're 45. You got Batman shit everywhere. Yeah, okay, yeah. and imagine that's all the character you like to be. Are you looking right? at my house? Right? And then Batman. And then there's some crossovers. You get to be with this person for a couple weeks, and your buddy can get on if he happens to be playing that character. You guys can hang out, right? But it's a little story plot. Imagine the possibilities. I, of keeping things fresh. I,
0: I think, for sure, with Avengers, they'd be stupid. Right now, I talked about Destiny right now, building up Destiny 3. Like, they're working on a foundation, and they should be making content months out. Like, they launch it, and six months, they re- they launch the next DLC, so there's never boredom. Avengers and DC, if they do this, is, is super, super smart. If they could just get the story plots, right? They could literally just take a, a whole... Let's, let's, I'm just gonna say the Infinity Saga, right, with the Infinity Stones. Can you imagine before this movie came out, if the five years in between, from from the Infinity Stones to Infinity Ward to Endgame, that five years that took place, right, is playing in the game, right? Just imagine yeah. this, right. And then the stories that the crisscross back and forth. All they would have to do—you don't have to put cutscenes. You don't have to put cutscenes. You could cut literally yeah.
1: just drop a guy in, do some dialogue, and it tells you the yep. stuff that's going on. Yes. It's, it's but you. But you, you. guys are thinking this as a, as an MMO. It's not an MMO. It's your game. And then every right. once in a while, one of your boys gets to come in to be part of the co-op. Right. And then it's well, your in game Avengers. Again. In Avengers. That's how it is in Avengers. In Avengers, you
0: can come in that's my how game. It is we can in can't, theory. We no, don't no, no, know yet. No,
1: they said you can't just be the same character. That's great. They just said we you can't have two hulks. How, we don't know how it's going to work. I get it. No. We don't know how it's going to work. We yet.
0: do know how it works. So they showed it behind doors and they showed that's, it to people. Yeah, they that's, showed the that's multiplayer.
1: Till it's until it's actually out and we're talking about it. Yes. This is this is this is the best guess what they it's, want it's, to it, happen. It, no,
0: no, it's not a guess. The actual thing, Sarge, but is we'll that see. you can play with your friends up to four people. And you just can't be the same characters. That's how it's it. going to work. I, that's how we want it to work. I'm with you. No, that's how it works. That's how see. it works. People played the actual see. game. They played together. That's how it works. It's not gonna see. if it works. That's how it works. We're gonna see.
1: <laughs> We're gonna
0: see. Yeah,
1: we'll see. But people have already seen it. They've already they've already showed it off to how, people. How it works in theory and the testing zone. We'll see if that works in reality. If it works that way, I'll If they take the game and Aesthetic. take it... If, look, they've already had people play it. If
0: they take that feature out, the game is dead. Because they said it. It's a co-op game that you're okay. going to play with your friends that you can't okay. be the same character.
1: For God's that's sake, fine. Sarge. That's fine. We're going to see. <laughs> I, I, I'm rooting for it. I'm rooting for it. I, I don't know who you are. You're like, yep, if it happens.
0: No, that's, that's what it is. I oh, am we'll rooting see. for it. We'll see. All right, so next up is Battlefield. Okay, so the Battlefield devs, uh, we talked about the story a couple months ago. A couple, Yeah, about a couple months ago. Vince, um, what's his name? Z- Zimpella, the guy who left Respawn to open up the new studio, which was LA DICE or DICE LA. They're the people working on the next military shooter. Okay, so DICE Los Angeles development team spun off from Battlefield developer DICE could be developing a new shooter series. Suggested that job listing. EA has confirmed that Battlefield 6 will be released sometime on the PS5 and Xbox Series X after 2020. So, October next year. Uh, but it seems like there's going to be another EA shooter for fans to get excited about. Now, on LinkedIn, EA has posted a job listing of all uh, lead character artists to join the team in, at DICE LA. The artists will be uh, creating high-quality, realistic characters, characters' concepts, and designs. Now it doesn't say it's like a war war shooter, it just says another shooter. So do you think that they once one because it's Vince Zampella from Respawn who made Apex, right? And also worked on Call of Duty in the in the past. What what type of game do you think Because they can't make it they can't make it too like Battlefield, right? We don't know where Battlefield 6 is going, by the way. We don't know if it's still in the back to, back modern, modern warfare. If it so is modern warfare, modern. okay. So if it is modern, if you think it's modern, it's Battlefield Six. Well, then that means Bad Company is not coming out anytime soon. Or is the other shooter Bad Company, right? And do they release a Battlefield Six and a Battlefield Bad Company? I think that's kind of that's still modern, modern type of thing,
1: right? Uh, I, I I don't think Future Combat, like the real Future Combat, has the staying power. I think the modern warfare has the longest staying power, and I think they need to bring back the whole idea. Of leveling up a gun to unlock features. That kept people playing. It needs to go back to those kind of roots. Do you think I th- Do you think it's going to be a single player game? Or do you think it's going to be a multiplayer game? Well. I, I don't. I don't see how. They could sustain. That combo that they did. Which is. It's a Call of Duty story. With the multiplayer aspect. Because apparently. That takes too much time and they can't release a game every year, right? It's very hard. We all know this. You Are you talking about Call of Duty? Are you talking about Battlefield? Yeah, the format. The format The format mm-hmm. originally was, it's a story-driven game, and then when you're done with the story, you have the multiplayer to fall back on to continue playing the game. Well, that's how Battlefield you, was. You, that's how it was originally.
0: Yeah, for, for Bad Company and also for Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5, yeah. Right. There's like story missions.
1: That's correct. So Call of Duty was more a long play story, an eight-hour campaign. And, yeah, that's right. And then a multiplayer. So now where does he fall in? Where does he want to be? Because you know Call of Duty comes out every year. Well, Call okay? of Duty is Activision. Right. This is, this is Dice. I get it. And now Battlefield comes out every year. I don't know why, but they do. Or two years, right? Every two years. Eh, we'll see. No, it's it's been every two uh, years. That's what it is. Right. So where where does he fall? Are you going to be released as a game like you look like everybody else trying to fit into the market? What's your new take on it that makes you want to play this over that? That's the whole thing. Are they going to go where it's squad based? Do I have NPCs? Do I do squad commands like back in the day? I don't know if you remember some of the some of the war sims that we used to play where you actually said into the microphone cover left and your NPCs would watch your left mm. while you attacked right? Like is it going to be like that? Is it a team based game? Right? Is it individual? Is it, you know, there's so many ways you can go, but how do you keep it fresh, right? How do you keep it fresh? That's the whole thing. Like, simpler is always better, right? The the modern take always has the longest stay because it's grounded more in reality. You're not so futuristic where you don't know what's going on anymore. Like, Titanfall was cool, but didn't have the staying power, right? The World War II's got staying power but you got to give us context why we're playing the world war 2 you know what's the, you know here's here's my take on it you know the um what is it called banner is it bannerfall that 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 medieval game where you control one guy but then you have, you control like armies of guys with you like mm, that kind of thing i think it's bannerfall like, yeah something like that maybe where it's a first person shooter but you get to control a couple other guys that follow you around like a, a recon team or a heavy weapons team and they follow you around or is it strictly like Battlefield and, and and Call of Duty where it's 26 guys aside, 25 guys aside, you're in squads, but if that's the case, why am I playing your version? I am going to go on a limb here, and I think why Zampella I, I think Zampella
0: is going to make because they're already making a Jedi Fallen Order 2 from Respawn, right? That's in the works, right? Successful game, single player game, Zampella is still working at Respawn, but he's now that lead Uh, For the new Dice LA. I think they're going to make a. It's not going to be like a multiplayer. Like massive multiplayer. It's going to be a co-op. Shooter. Like a Halo. Like a Gears. Type game. Story driven. Okay. Um, There'll be an online mode. Right like a Gears. Type of thing. But it will be in the Star Wars universe. I'm going to go I'm going to go out there and say that EA cuz Disney opened it up and said that we would like to have other people make games for us. EA, I think because Zampella did a, such a good job with Respawn with the Jedi Fallen Order t- and then they're making Jedi Fallen Order 2, that they're going to make a I'm going to say a Gears Star Wars type thing, like a Gears game but in the Star the cover, Wars universe, cover cover base shooter. Yeah, like a a, a mix between like Halo and Gears, cover-based a, a partial cover-based shooter, but in the Star something in the Star Wars universe that's going to be made to come out around the exact same time the new trilogy starts. Because remember, they're just hiring now, right? They haven't worked, they're not working on anything yet. So we're talking like 2023-2024, okay? Before it comes out. And that's about the time. The next Star Wars are coming out. 2023-2024. So I'm going to say. I'm gonna, that's my, that's my prediction. So four years from now. We'll go. What episode did we talk about that? That's, that Is that two twelve? Okay, I think it's going to be. Dice LA is going to be working on. Some sort of gaming like that. But with the Star Wars universe.
1: Yeah. Uh, it- there's there's so many possibilities you you see the engines that they're using now you see what's possible in a video game now you've seen games like god of war you you see what can be right so this is the starting point now where i'm hoping with the new hardware that's coming out okay and the new engines that are currently in effect right now and the facial capture and the body capture I'm thinking that we might see some really, really badass games, probably in the next three years. Like, give it about three, give it, give, it, give it about three years to work with the facial recognition or the or the facial. Uh, what was that? What's that system called? I forget what, what uh, the hell. The, that, the, 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 uh, the I think it was called Adams or something. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the facial thing with the body, the the body suits thing. Some of these games on the graphics are going to look insane. <clears throat> Plus, to answer your
0: question, the reason I said that they're opening it up to other companies, EA doesn't want to lose the 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 license. the license. So that's what I'm saying. They did a really good job with Fallen Order, right? Jedi Fallen Order. They're making a second one, and EA is like, you know what? Let's let's do another Star Wars. Because they are working on another Star Wars game, which they already canceled, right? They already canceled 1313. They canceled the other one that was supposed to come out that was single player. I think they're going to work on one other one, and there's supposed to be another Battlefield game coming out, or Battlefront game uh, coming out. So technically, they would have Jedi Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen Order 2, the unannounced Star Wars game, the Battlefront 3 sometime down the road, and whatever game I just predicted, which I just made up, which I think they're working on. Um, so that that's that.
1: So So are you saying this Christmas is a Star Wars game? Uh, no, everything, everything is
0: technically everything got pushed wrong because when they came out with battlefront in 2015, that's when they signed. Well, they signed in 2012 in 2015. That was the first star Wars game that they came out with underneath the license. And they said they were going to come out with a battlefront battlefield every other year. So in 2015 was Battlefront which is way,
1: which is way too fast, but go ahead. Go well, ahead. No,
0: Cause battlefront one was in 2015 battlefield one was in 2016 Battlefront 2 was in 2017. That's the loot box thing. That was the whole explosion of within the the world. Okay? Then Battlefield 5 was 2018. Okay? So, that was supposed to be, and then this year, or last year, 2019, was supposed to be a Battlefront game. And then this year was supposed to be a Battlefield game. But now Battlefield's not coming out until 2021. Okay? So, I don't think anything's coming out this this. This year, and I think what's coming out this year is the unannounced Star Wars game that they've been working on. I think that that'll be coming out. But I think they're really pushing everything back towards the, the next Star Wars because now there's no movies coming out. There's no nothing coming out. What they need to do right now, if they're fucking smart, because they already filmed Mandalorian one, they already finished season two of Mandalorian. They're already talking about season three of Mandalorian. Right now, in the in the in the chamber, there should be a Mandalorian game that needs to come out. Single player Mandalorian game somewhere along the lines that takes place between like when we meet him in between seasons or right before something that's what they need to do. Speaking of the Mandalorian and speaking of Disney, let me bring up this. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Mandalorian. Okay, so the Mandalorian documentary series coming up, coming to Disney Plus. Now, we talked about the behind the scenes and how they've been making this film. And how they've been doing the, uh, the show with the technology they're doing is absolutely mind-blowing. So uh, starting in May, May 4th, on Star Wars Day, May 4th be with you, the series will cover a production behind the eight-episodes Star Wars spin-off. At the first live-action series set in the Star Wars universe, The Mandalorian had a quite a uh, legacy to live up to. However, the expansion uh, of a pair of weaker episodes succeeds, scoring the average of 95% approval rating, on the reviewer, um, Rotten Tomatoes. The series follows the adventure of the Mandalorian bounty hunter, known as simply as the Mando, is most played by Pedro Pascal, and some of the game of uh, Roman's fame as a stoic lone gunfighter. Man, Mando spends a lot of his series struggling with the demands uh, of his constituents. Uh, so they're coming out with the whole behind the scenes of that. Okay? Because they, they need content on Disney+. Plus, Right? they got 50 million subscribers. They need to put more content on there. So May 4th comes out. Uh, they're going to be doing that. That's another show for Star Wars. And on top of that, Mr. Bob Iger staying as Disney to lead the company through the coronavirus pandemic. CEO Bob Iger confirms he's staying in his role to lead the company through the pandemic no, months. No, he's not staying. He left. He came back. Well, no, not staying. No, he's staying. He never left Disney. He left he his... He stepped down. No, no. He shifted over. He went from CEO to head of the board. And the head of the board is actually higher than the CEO. Right? So he, he, went, he gave himself a promotion.
1: <laughs> so, he, so he stepped up, now he's stepping back down? Correct. Months
0: after, yeah. he's stepping uh, stepping down. Disney departing CEO Bob Iger has confirmed plans of staying at the company as he deals with the coronavirus. Iger announced in February that he'd be stepping down from his position as CEO at Disney and handling over the role to D- uh, Disney's Park chairman, Bob Chapek. Speaking to New York Times, Iger said that a crisis of this magnitude and the impact on Disney has led him to actively helping Bob Chapek and the company get through it. Iger was Disney CEO for 15 years during its time and made some of the biggest moves, such as the acquisition of Fox, launch of Disney Plus, um, and also bought, you know, All right, like so, Marvel and Disney.
1: And, yeah, okay, uh, but but let, let's talk briefly, OK? You don't disappear for two months and then swap out again. He, he didn't this disappear. Is, this, is the, this is the reason, right? JPEG came in because JPEG J, was the man. JPEG. JPEG, whatever. JPEG, JPEG, right? Right, he came in because he was the axe man. We already discussed this. He came in to trim the fat. Okay, well, the coronavirus trimmed all the fat that they needed. So now you don't need Chapak anymore. You got to bring back Iger to save the company, right? You got rid of the axe man, brought back the money man. Okay, otherwise, what did you step away for for two months? What happened? What happened in two months besides a a, a global pandemic that you couldn't handle? What happened? All right. Well, let me let me let me finish reading. Let me finish reading this.
0: All right, so Iger and JPEG have a huge task on their hands. All the the biggest parts of Disney are affected by the pandemic. It's Disney theme parks have closed. Movie theaters have also shut down. It's also the TV business, also affected as channels like ESPN don't have any new live sports to show. The two men and the Disney uh, board also have to choose what happens when things start back to normal. Financial issues mean that AMC theaters may close, which could have a huge effect on how Disney releases films. Uh, Disney could also reduce office space, cut staff, start testing park visitors, temperatures, suggest the report. And the rumors have ex- exclusively unhappy at having a take pay cuts uh, to Iger and Chapek, who are also trying to make themselves happy. Okay. So there's a report that they're losing thirty million dollars a day. Okay. Thirty million dollars a day. Allegedly. Well no, they're losing thirty million dollars a day. A salt. Okay. <laughs> thirty million dollars a day. But technically they're not losing that much because they also have 50 million subscribers for Disney Plus, right? So they lose, I think it's like 900 I think it's 900 billion or 9 billion? No, it's 9 9 billion a month. But they make back 750 million, right? Or billion, whatever the fuck it is. So they're only losing like 150 million a, a, a month just because Disney Plus is keeping them afloat. <laughs> right? And that's just that the 50 million subscription thing. not saying that they're not losing a lot of money. They are losing a fucking t- shit ton of money because nothing's coming in, right? There's no live sports. There's no live shows. There's nothing. They can't do anything. The content that they have right now, they're scraping. They're like, what can we get to put on Disney Plus right now? They're going through the Fox vault going, uh, what do we got? What do we got? Uh, take that, throw it on Disney Plus. Boom. Just to keep things going because they're, yeah. they're going to be struggling.
1: Yeah. That's how this goes.
0: That's <clears throat> oh, how this goes. Woe is me! The multi-billion-dollar company is losing money. Yeah, in theory, the, that sounds be real, fine. That, no, no what be I, fine. that sounds great and all, but there's seventy-five thousand employees alone that work the theme parks here in Orlando. That's seventy-five thousand employees that won't have a job if the multi-billion company loses money. And that's just the theme parks, Dupless. That's not including the the studios that they own, right? So Disney going out of business, okay, or losing companies is devastating to not just them, but to the people that actually work and I don't know feed their fucking families, okay? So there's a lot to go on by just going, oh no, a multi-million dollar company is losing money. They'll be fine. So they'll be fine. But I just think it's funny. Bob Iger's like, I'm leaving. It's like he knew the. The pandemic was coming and then he's like Chapek you take over and he's like oh look everything closed I gave you one job and you can't even keep the park open I'm coming back I'm coming back and I'm going to revive everything everyone's going to be like oh Iger saved us all like he's he he just did the emperor move he just did the Lucas move right what Lucas did with Star Wars to Disney Iger just did that move to Chapek and Disney itself yeah brilliant it's brilliant he made
1: himself maybe 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 Iger had to kill off his own clone to come out with a with a better with a better clone to come out and take over J position. That's what it that's is. JPEG is the right? cl- Iger's bad clone. Yeah, yeah, right. And then he had to come back. Yeah, he's the bloated yeah. clone. He
0: was. A, yeah. <laughs> he was the test tube baby. Now now the, yeah. the real Emperor's everybody everybody's back. in
1: panic mode. Trust me, right? Listen, if the if the most if the most financially stable banks in the entire world got a bailout. During the two thousand seven two thousand eight bullshit crisis, okay, you can rest assured that Disney's not going anywhere. Okay. Oh
0: yeah, well, they, i think
1: they're fine. They're, Disney's they're not going anywhere. So everybody just calm down. <laughs> Disney's not going anywhere.
0: Uh, what we got a couple minutes left. Oh, Rockstar. I want to talk about Rockstar. Okay, so there is rumors that Rockstar is, um, Grand Theft Auto is. Oh wait, no, that's the Crunch Time one. That's the wrong one. Let me get the right one. They're they're talking about crunch time and how Rockstar is changing the way that they they do it, right? So because people will push back on the crunch, and they said they did the crunch even for Red Dead Redemption 2. Grand Theft Auto 6 reportedly launching, moderately sized, and will expand later, okay? So... With the launch of Red Dead Redemption Two on Rockstar, suddenly found itself criticized for pre- practicing the, uh, the the crunch culture, requiring employees to work absurd hours to get massive games out on time. Rockstar has apparently taken the criticism to heart and has made some major changes to mitigate these issues in the future. This is that includes on in how they approach the development of Grand Theft Auto Six. A new report by Jason Schreier, who no longer works at Kotaku, he's working somewhere else now. Uh, light on how Rockstar has reported the crunch culture criticism. In regards to the next Grand Theft Auto game, it's resu- presumably that Grand Theft Auto 6, the game, will release moderately sized, as opposed to being a massive right out of the gate. Shrier also noted that the game will still be large considering Rockstar's standards, but fans can expect it to expand on with a post-launch update, and the goal is with this is to migrate Stress Crunch. Now, here's the thing. If you're working 60 hours, let's say 60 hours for, let's say, 10 weeks, Okay. That's the crunch time. They're like, "Up, yep, you got to work 60 hours for 10 weeks. They're like, well, all right, we're not going to do that anymore. Now you got to work 40 hours, but now you're going to be working, uh, 40 weeks, right? Or 30 weeks, right? So they're just taking it and just spreading it longer across the thing for the project. Now, when they say moderately sized, I'm not going to say like they're going to ship a half a game, but the way it makes it sound that they're going to ship a game. Okay. And then update it post launch. Basically, that's what they're doing with Grand Theft Auto Online right now, right? Grand Theft Auto Online came out with just bare minimum stuff, and here we are six years later, and they just keep pumping content out for free. Now, for the single player, there's been no DLC. Now they're saying that they're going to give a moderately sized game, which means instead of 100 hours gameplay, it might be only 60 hours gameplay, which means there's 40 hours of gameplay that they're either going to release and charge you extra money as DLCs, okay, or they're just going to release it, meaning it won't be a single player. It'll be your character going on into a uh, online status where they release episodes that way. I don't know if I like this because that means Grand Theft Auto has now turned into a live service game, right? Not just with the single player, or not just with the online itself, but the actual single player game would now be a considered a live service game. Because if they release the game and then expand on the main game after launch, that means not only are they making sixty dollars off the game, now they're making one hundred twenty or one hundred eighty.
1: What we talked about over and over again, single player game, right? Over what we talked about. So it, it, this shouldn't be a discussion. You sell a game, it's a complete game, and then you sell me DLC like back in the old days, right? Now you're telling me they're going to make a half-ass game. What put content in it and charging more for it? Well, they didn't it's say the they're going to charge. It's, it's the but, same. Yeah. But that's what it is. Right. Right? That's what it is.
0: So, so think about that. Not only are they charging you... So they're going to be making their microtransactions online, but now they're going to be making the DLCs by not giving you the full-fledged game from the start. They're going to give you a moderately-sized game at start and then expand what they so, already worked so on... What,
1: so is what you're telling me that the original, the, uh, the thought behind Grand Theft Auto V is insurmountable now? They can't top it, so you have to scale back now? Like, doing three characters intertwined into a massive, massive game like that was amazing. The way that the game was made was redonkulous. That, that, that everything worked in that game. Well, I, th- I think the
0: way they might do it, and this is me, again, speculating big time, um... If they're doing to a moderately sized game, it would make sense that Vice City would be it, right? Because it's just a smaller map, right? So this would be the
1: one well, to do. You can well, they, they listen; they they expanded. Yeah, know yeah, I uh, get it. They expanded L.A., so no, no I get it. Why, why you can expand Vice City? What I'm saying is, it's the smallest map of all
0: the maps they've ever created. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay, so if they give you a moderately sized game, and then if they expand on it afterwards, the reports are. South America, Cuba, Puerto Rico. They talked about all these other places that were in the game. Who's to say that you play Vice City again and then the expansions are South America or Puerto Rico or Cuba, right? They like This could be the way they do it. Again... So, this this is the precursor to Grand Theft Auto World. Yes, that's what I was just going to go with, right? That's exactly what I was going with. So instead of just releasing the game, they le- release... They'll sell you Liberty City again. They'll release San, San, San Andreas again. Los Santos. Whatever. Bits and pieces. DLC because the next the next systems could hold it. Could potentially do it. Which remember those, remember those hard drives I was talking about? Right? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It, it all could connect. And again, it's me speculating big time. Big time. But Big time. Big time. Big time. But uh Yeah, I see something like that happening with the Grand Theft Auto series, especially if they're not going to give out. So what have we learned today, Sarge? We've learned that PlayStation is going to release a half-assed system. Okay? We've we've learned that Grand Theft Auto is not going to be a full-fledged game. Okay? We've learned that... Oh, I didn't bring this up. We talked about this on my stream last night. Final Fantasy VII, the remake, right? We've learned that companies don't even want to make new games anymore. They just want to rehash the old games and re-give it to nostalgia. So we have... No new things here. Right? We have less half-ass games going on. Okay. More half-ass games going on. Broken systems being launched. All in the middle of a pandemic. And it's going to be a fantastic 2020-2021 in the gaming industry, I can tell you right now.
1: <laughs> well, it, listen, it's... I, I I fully predict that because of this outbreak, that the next titles that come out, probably for the next 18 months are going to be remakes and remodels. Oh, a- across the yeah. board. Across the board. Yeah. Everyone's going to come out with a remake or a remodel or a rehash of something that's already out on purpose because it's easy to bang out because they need to they need to get some product in the pipeline, right? And 2 months of not being able to work. I don't know how this how this magnifies, but apparently 2 months of missing out work leads to a year and a half of delay. Right. Right. We're
0: going to see which, we're going to see. That's a hell of a crunch time if you think about it, right? How many <laughs> two months missing, delays it's a year and a half or, or 6 months or whatever. Well,
1: let's let let okay, you know how long you know how long it took them to to release Final Fantasy VII, the remake, right? You know how many times it was delayed? We talked about it in 2012, 2014, 2016. We've been talking about it for like 8 years, right? That they were they were they were going to redo Final Fantasy 7. Now here's the trick, right? They just came out with part one, okay? Yes, reselling the game right. and breaking right. it up. How many right. discs was it? Three?
0: Was it two or three? Three discs. Yeah. Three
1: discs on the PlayStation. Three yep. discs. Now, here's my question. How long before the game's actually done? Right. Before the game, the, all the discs are out, all portions of the game are out, right? And they're charging it's 60 like, bucks every time. That's what I'm saying. Yep. This is what I'm telling you. So, like, when does the game officially end? So, does the Final Fantasy VII end game like, the you get to finish the actual game— does it come out in like 2022, 2023? Like and then do I wait for the whole collage to be together and on sale so I get the entire game? What well, you like got? The entire remake of Final Fantasy 7 for like $125? You're going like, like, like to you're going to have you're going to have to wait. Christmas 2025? Yeah, you're
0: going to have to wait anyway because um you don't have a PlayStation. Right, it's not even by
1: by twenty twenty five. I'll have whatever system I need to play the full Final Fantasy game. But what I'm saying is, the game's not complete. Right? Okay, for those of you that never played Final Fantasy seven, okay, I played Final Fantasy seven for so many hours because if you understand that the little magic, uh, the magic, uh, what 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 they call magenta, the magenta in the game that gave you the abilities, you had to level them up and the only way you level them up is because you had to have an armor or piece of weapon that you put the magenta into, or materia, thank you, or the materia, magenta, materia, sorry. you fool. Ma- I'm sorry, materia. <laughs> it's been a long time, okay? And so it took forever to level up all the ones you needed in order to beat the bosses that you needed, right? So if that's part of the game, I got news for you. Leaving Midgar is like a slice and drop in the bucket compared to what the rest of the game is. Right. Okay? The, the game's the game took hundreds of hours, hundreds of hours. So yeah, it looks perfect, but when it comes to the actual grind you have to do and all the time you had to play before the airship and all the time you had to play out the uh, air, besides the airship, after the airship, what about all the Chuckaboo people? How many Chuckaboo do I have to raise in order to get the, the gold Chuckaboo? All right? how is that gonna factor in like we're talking about 2025 before I play the end of this game man <laughs> like at, at least and 180 dollars
0: and 180 dollars
1: probably all
0: right, right? Real, real quick I got two more stories left right so this is how you know people don't even care anymore when they rip off something okay so Selena Gomez is suing a Chinese company for ten million dollars okay the actress singer Selena Gomez files a lawsuit against a Chinese gaming company because they took her likeness and used it without permission right and you're like well, how does she know it's her? Right? Well, here you go. Let check check this out. Okay. How do you know it's her? I don't know. Let's let's see the comparisons here. Okay? This is a a, a cover that she did over here on the on the right side, okay? Mm-hmm. And this is the video game that she's in. Okay? All they did
1: is <laughs> <laughs> to put it next to a mirror. <laughs> All they uh...
0: <laughs> All they did was literally <laughs> invert it the other direction. Everything even her tattoo on her wrist that's there and the <laughs> ring on her finger and the 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 bracelet on her the exact same outfit in the exact same spots and they're like we didn't we didn't take your likeness.
1: Like I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure this is a slam dunk. I, She's I, getting ten million dollars. I'm pretty this sure <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Right? It's like one of those what's the difference pictures?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Can so, you find the ten things that all they did, all they did was take the picture Put it in the thing and make it like a cartoon picture. That's all I did. Right? So how, uh, how fucking stupid is this? Okay? This I, is when you know... I, all
1: I know is she's getting $10 million. All,
0: <laughs> all I know is the developers are so lazy. Right? And I, I understand this is a Chinese gaming company, but come on. You're an artist. You couldn't come up with anything. Yeah, that's what this is. You couldn't even change the fucking color of the outfit. <laughs> You literally left it the exact same, absolutely batshit crazy. I, I think what
1: this is is what happened: they took they took the the, the magazine cover, they just removed her from the cover. Yeah, and, and then just, just and made then it traced card- it. Yeah, and it probably it. did, Sarge. That, that, it probably this did. Is the, this is the best example of tracing I've ever seen. This is one of
0: those games like the like the um, the Kardashian games, or whatever. It's like a mobile oh. game where yeah. it's just like you know type of animation, like. Um, but that's what it is, and and. Just imagine that you thought you were going to get away with this. You, you thought because probably they're so small no one knows. Probably someone looked at it and went, "I'm a Selena Gomez fan, whatever her fans are called, right?" And they're probably like, "Wait a minute, that's Selena. She probably did a tweet pick about it and that's how she got found out about it. Otherwise, she probably wouldn't have found out anything." But that's just fucking lazy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You you deserve to lose your money and your ass and your company if you do shit like this, right? yes welcome to 2020 people this is how you make a a video game this is how i feel about all video game companies who are lazy yeah lazy so there's that and then the last story i want to talk about is a sad little little story but the uh rick may the voice actor uh soldier in team fortress 2 has died uh Rick May was a voice actor best known for PC gamers uh, as his portrayal as gruff talking soldier in Team Fortress 2 has died after con- uh, contracting COVID-19. His death was reported uh, at MidKindle School, an independent art acting and film school in Seattle, Washington, where May has taught. So his credits along the lines are his Team Fortress 2, Star Fox 64, Freddy Fish 5, Sly 3, uh, Thieves, Among Thieves, uh, Age of Empires 2. Uh, definitive edition there's list goes on and on and on so one of the people that just happened to be working in the uh voice acting for video games has passed so that is sad uh, i'm sure a lot of other people uh passed as well but i'm just bringing that up because he worked in the video game industry so and that is it episode 212 is in the can do you appreciate you guys coming out if you're listening to on itunes google play spotify or anchor.fm Please make sure you share, like, and subscribe. And if you'd like to help us out in any way, shape, or form, head on over to Anchor.fm. Uh, for little as little 99 cents, you can help us out. You can make sure you can listen to us here every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern at Mixer.com slash 30 gaming. You make sure you can follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. You can follow me at 30 at gaming on Twitter. You can follow the show at Jen underscore X underscore gaming on Twitter as well. Uh, if you guys didn't hear the podcast or don't know about the podcast that we, me and Sarge were on, uh, last Friday, uh, Guardian. Oh, God damn it! I always forget. Uh, Guardian Guard, down. Gu- now is it Guardian Down? Or is it was Guardian, Guardian Cast. Down. Guardian Downcast. Guardian Down Podcast. Guardian Downcast. That's what it is. Go to iTunes. Go to Google Play. Go to any anything. Go to Guardian Downcast and listen to their episode thirty-seven and thirty-eight. Uh, they made two episodes. We talked so much and had so much stuff to say. They turned it into two episodes. Okay, so go check that out. Give that a listen. Uh, hit a comment, share, like, subscribe that one as well. It's a, a friend of ours, Gator, um, who's a uh, fellow follower who's been following me for many, many years. So go and listen to his podcast. It was a good time over there. Uh, they interviewed Sarge and they kind of went into the story thing. And then we kind of went into like a Destiny rant, like we always do. Um, and it was good times. It was good times. So check that out. I will give you, uh, I don't have a link actually. Uh, but. Check that out. Don't know what we're playing, but don't go anywhere. I'm going to end the show, and then we'll, we'll be back to, uh, to play something. Take care, guys. Take
1: care.
0: They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combine they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and write about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.